Were y'all part of the uh, the D Nice uh, session last night? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's start right there. So meet the Bray podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG, and we got Lex Bubble in the room. I guess uh, I need to come up with a cool tag now. <laughs> it's like you know LG sitting there, no no IG LG, and then come on, I'm, like, I'm Monty Draper. Yeah. Like, you know, we got hey. Ma- we got Young Maki in the room. I mean. Whenever you like, you never know, like, you know, you can, you can present that in the next one if you want, I'll work on it uh, or by the end of this one if you want too. You might want to break break it out on this one. Nah, I ain't. too okay, soon, okay. too soon. I'm not that fresh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My brother Push is here. Um, damn, it's crazy when you have friends that have known you longer than you've been alive. Type shit. Like it's it's a that's a different type of relationship because it's it's only a, you deal. Uh. uh Sudi, it's a, it's but I mean, my my boy Antoine, like it's a handful of cats that aren't blood that have been rocking for a really long time that that hits different. So it's, it's dope, man. Um, uh, happy quarantine to everybody. Um, hope that everyone is safe and taking precaution and um, and being mindful of the elderly and the sick, those with. Um, not so strong immune systems. You trying to say something, Maki? <laughs> He's like, nah, nigga, I don't want to be on the mic. <laughs> Fuck, you got cameras. This is the dope dog, nigga. He from the dope era. Nigga, don't be putting no cameras in my nigga face. Bro, the reaction, though. <laughs> um, gee, how, how, how have my you man been? man really um, got bodies, bro. That's nuts. How have you been uh, You've been managing the quarantine? I've, it's been dope watching you provide information. You've been... You've been very helpful with the family providing information. Most definitely. Um, you know, and, and making the, taking the proper steps to, you know, stay healthy, stay fit, dietary shit. So talk talk to us, talk to the people, talk to the show about what you had up, man. Uh, no, just, just continuously training mind, body, soul. I think that's, like, the most important thing during these times. Uh, funny thing, I watched uh, – I watched uh, The Invisible Man last night, which ah. is a really dope film. Like, it's hella cool. Um, they've tried to do it different times throughout the years. Uh, if you think about the, the, uh, like, Kevin Bacon one. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's one they've been trying to trying to get off. Yeah, the book, a, the book is so incredible. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a character from, like, the comics and stuff like that. So they've been trying to figure out how to get it right. But this one had a cool, like, plot to it. You know what I mean? And it really put into... It, it put into context uh, people who go through a shit shit ton of things, a, a load of uh, trauma and um, and uh, you know just problems, man, just left and right uh, that puts you into a space where you you you're con- you're considered to be weak. Hmm. Uh, but as long as during those weak times, you're const- you don't understand that you're constantly putting things to your subconscious that you're learning. And until like you can pop, then until you can uh, eventually uh, basically overthrow um, your oppressor, um, it was what was what I got out of that idea. Um, it was hella cool because by the and you gotta watch the film. But um, I think about that a lot in times like this where people are kind of overwhelmed. But it's you just gotta bold your time. You know what I mean? Like just hmm. choose, choose uh, make it choose and uh, make make with your time what you can. Yeah. Um, and from there, bro, like I think we all come out of this way stronger than we think, than we than we are right now, and where we think we can possibly be. So, yeah. Um, Maki, come here. Hey, come on. You gotta relax. Niggas is recording, cuz. Appreciate you holding down the fort. 
killer get on you, nigga. In case any niggas get 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 frisky and want to run up in here, and then Mikey mm-hmm. get on you. He won't really, but it just it, it sounds cool. <laughs> and he be on it like a real guard dog, and he not. Hey man, um, whatever you could do is deter somebody, bro. That's it. <laughs> um, now it's I, I posted I posted yesterday or last late early this morning um, about just feeling feeling sort of lost and like stuck on loop a little bit. Uh, just because everything was like such a such a such a strong pivot like i'm not i'm not one that isn't used to pivoting like pivoting is yeah. pretty pretty normal for us um but i think that how the pivot was affecting everyone around us was having more of an impact because then you're sharing space that's normally left for you with mm. people who aren't used to being quote unquote quarantined or working from home or whatever that is and like learning knowing how to occupy so it's like the art of books never really died for me. Mm-hmm. Actually, book actually the the concept and the art of books became a, a bigger thing as an adult because I was broke and just at home all the time. So it's like and didn't want to watch TV. So mm-hmm. it was like, oh, let's just get on the books. So the books have been a thing. Records are have obviously always been a thing. So there's other ways to like occupy and like go off and do shit when you've been in the house and haven't been used to that. And now with people being home, it's like, excuse me, watching them like lose their fucking mind. It's been it's been really, really hard and like wanting to suggest shit, Mm -hmm. but also give them their space and not be the person that's like, oh, because then you see all the artists like, oh, I've been preparing for this my whole life. Nigga, that's not cool either. Like, you know, (laughs) like so you don't get cool points for being cool with being in the house and everybody's going through something. So there's a there's a sense of like empathy for everyone's transition. But um I was talking about it because one of the, I was I was part of my part of my uh, inner turmoil was trying to figure out which which if any of some of the corporate partnerships were going to honor contracts and shit like who was going to suffer and not be able to fulfill certain invoices and shit is like oh fuck and then once you know once that got cleared up there was a follow up sort of questionnaire like yo how are you managing this time how are you managing the space or whatever and I was like to be honest. I'm fine. It it is literally how much access I have to small business owners and people who are directly impacted from an economical stance that's Absolutely. making it that really is causing the um you know the confusion a little bit cuz watching them sort of go damn I don't know. You know, it's been it's been really hard and watching the businesses be impacted so immediately. Yeah, these aren't the times for small businesses. This actually isn't a time for business, business in, in general. general. Yeah. It's because it doesn't matter how like how big your it does matter how big your company is, uh, because the small businesses have a better a better chance of going out of business. Hmm. Like very easily. Like yeah. they can't take a month off from uh doing work, you know what I mean? But it's also amazing to see larger businesses um and how unprepared uh, those businesses are for um, a month of, of of something like this, or if it extends out, you know, the decisions that you have to make. Uh, because it was interesting to learn how many businesses are basically month to month. Um, they they month to month. Some of them day to day. G. No, definitely, definitely. But yeah. I mean, like as far as like how they're uh, how they how they're structured on on presenting their income. Yeah. Uh, so they go by, you know, if they if they have a really good month um, and then the next month they have a really bad month, there's basically a break even type of deal. It's amazing to see like how that kind of plays out that there isn't 
there isn't a way there there isn't a pre- preparation for you know two three months out in advance. It's always pre- it's always on a on a scale that's yeah. so close to. It's not for there, a lot of small businesses aren't able to forecast the way Fortune 500 companies are able to do. No, I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about small. I'm, I'm, small businesses. I'm, I, You're not I even. Just, you, no, oh, small, bu- small business. We're for sure. I understand. I understand that situation. <laughs> you, small yeah. business. We're. You're talking about. We're not thinking about that part. I'm talking no. about large businesses that have to continuously think about their shareholders. Hmm. And ah, how much how I much see. a month how much of a monthly scale they're on, mm. um, so there will be random things that happen where uh, a month like this means that we already foresee a certain amount of our um, of our employees will will have to be cut in mm. order for us to show our shareholders that we're still strong. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's a certain type of deal, certain type of internal plays that you have to make. Uh, for something like this, and this one is is weird because there is no there's no time frame. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. all the time frames are up in the air, so that's only going. Like people are hoping that May first is the day. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's not you know. But that's I think that's like watching the NBA having to take out a a, a substantial like it, to expand their credit limit, um, and these other companies that have had to expand you know uh, further their credit limit. How much how much of the economy is built on forecasting and projecting, right? And so where you talk about you talk about the 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 inner the the algorithm building a profile on each of us individually to be able to market and sell to us and all these different things is all based on some sort of forecasting and shit and sort of projecting what will be or what could be with particular products and what it'll do in this region and this market and all this shit. So this is why, also why I think in month a month eight of each year, people more most companies will do a reforecast mm-hmm. for the rest mm-hmm. of the year. So that's the reason why that that's their reset. In. Their calendar year is yeah, not there's not twelve months like the, like yeah, everybody. That's why, else. that's why that's built in there. But yeah, that's <laughs> this one is just weird, man. But I, yeah. I I would say that to look at the silver lining or just like the glass half full, uh, this couldn't have like this particular type of situation couldn't have happened in a better span of months at least how so so? because i don't think i don't think the country was prepared for this to take place at the end of last year Mm -hmm. or the top of this year or in the summertime of this year Mm -hmm. there's no way you'd have been able to get as many people as you have right now to um at least somewhat adhere to to the to the court to stay home like it's it, but I mean, we there's more to come. But I think it's just like the timing of it. If we have to go off of timing on something random like this, then well, not random, but you know. Yeah, I did. I I did honestly didn't want to start with with it, but we we're, we're here, and I'll only say that because um, we've been we've been doing a lot better about sharing some of the feedback from the show with each other uh, that we get because we get separate feedback, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I I didn't share the last few weeks, like last last month or so, is like, yo, where's the conspiracy corner when <laughs> it's time for conspiracy corner? And I was like, I to be honest, 
Ellen and I are thinking about this a completely different way than the normal <laughs> conspiracy shit we be on. Like there, there is a play, a plausible play and completely. conversation to be had. This just don't feel like the time to be playing with shit. It's not good, bro. It's yeah. not. It's not good for anybody's psyche. That's the reason why the things that I post or the things that I uh, bring to the forefront, even when I'm talking with people. Um, you'll never hear um, anything that I'm saying be in a negative light, especially right now. Facts. Um, we usually find a lot of positivity in things, uh, but right now, though, um, you need to be very factual, um, very consistent, very disciplined, and um, on top of that, provide positivity and hope. Uh, for those who are unsettled, you know what I mean? So we, we carry a different type of responsibility. And when it comes to conspiracy corner for something on this scale, um, conspiracies are fun and dandy um, when we're not in the shits. Uh, but when we're in the middle of the shits, uh, conspiracy does zip zero. Yeah. Uh, for I always think of things in, in business terms, so zip zero for your bottom line. <laughs> Nobody, bro. That's not doing anything for you right now. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's not really a point, but we can, you know, if we need to, we can go to it. If people are interested, you can phone it in. All right, man. Enough with the serious talk. Let's do it. Get to, now. I'm fucking with you. Um, you were we we were trading, we were sending each other topics and shit we wanted to talk about, and mm-hmm. one a couple of yours like jumped out. It was like uh, the shit you realized when you when you when you enforced to, to be locked down. Mm. What have what have you uncovered for yourself in this time? But and this and I didn't even want to ask you this shit because nigga, you you damn near be quarantined already. Mm-hmm. Like we see L Thursday to Thursday to Sunday, maybe <laughs> nigga <laughs> maybe. for the turn. And even that's fairly recent. But yeah. before that, it was like nigga, I'm barricaded in here. Like almost like you was preparing for. Um, What's the what's the remember the old Jean Claude Van Damme movies that only come on USA like <laughs> when that nigga get <laughs> he gets sent to a prison in Russia or some shit and this nigga be in there going hell hey, Jean Claude used to go that's crazy. this nigga L L might be Jean Claude bro <laughs> you might be him bro because nah, I ain't the seen co- the cold part is is that fo- folks who folks who have like a lifeline towards me or just have tentacles <laughs> towards me bro it's just like they understand completely like when when they when they talk to when they talk to me right now they're like bro there's really no need to even have a conversation with you about any of this shit right at, now at all like we know we know you're where you're coming from on this one but <laughs> nah i think that what what i found what what i've what i've been finding um in um in the current in the current climate uh hey man i know the calves have the best <laughs> Finals appearance of all time, bro. I went I went down memory lane of, tw- of the twenty sixteen finals. When they were just running it running game after game. Bro, I was I was there in the, I was there in the flesh because I have so many friends who are uh, are on the warrior side of course. And this and this was when I was what, living, this was when I was living in the back of San Francisco. So I would have to come from the back cause the, cause they had already got at me the year before. Mm-hmm. Um I think the the Warriors won the year before that one, so I, they had already got at me because we had we was in the bars at that time, and I was the only person in um, in the LeBron corner, and we were doing great. 
and then <laughs> they just ran it up on us. Yeah. And it was just a wrap from there. Yeah. Um, and that's when Kyrie and uh, Kevin, Kevin Love got, got hurt, hurt shit yeah. like that. So there's nothing you could do about that. So whatever, asterisk for me. Yeah. But the final, the next year, everybody was healthy. So I was like, bro, we here. Fuck it. We, we in these bars, <laughs> bro. We were down three <laughs> one. And I'm I'm in here sweating now, but I'm like, fuck it, bro. We gonna hey, I'm take still, it I'm, over. Stu- I'm still coming. Take it over. I'm still coming. So I went. So we 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 had one of them bars. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but it's super small, compact. All these all these warrior fans, they spit they spitting when they talk to me. All this uh, like beer flying everywhere. The game is the game is is wild, and it's over. It's out here in uh, in Oakland or whatever. And are you rel- you're reliving that game seven? No, I w- this was game five. This was this was game five down three one. Oh, the turn, and I, and I got to be in the middle of this gotcha. when they about to hit the streets. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you. Know what gotcha. I mean? So to win that game and then go through the next game in Cleveland where needs was prepared, and then go to the game seven and then watch those highlights now as opposed to back then. Back then it was just pure excitement. For yeah, me. yeah. Watching it now, that shit was it was such a mind fuck. You're the first person I called after game seven. Bro, is you and you and Alyssa back to back? I was the only one because because Lodge got the um had the whip with the um the, the jeep with the no doors, no doors and, and, the, and the roof and stuff like that. I was the only one in downtown Oakland. Uh, we was driving through the streets because you know nobody's nobody's gonna go out now at the end of Game Seven and yelling at the top of my lungs through downtown. <laughs> About that game, bro. That like, was a, that was such a. I know a folks wanted to moment. take me out because I had a moment, bro. That like, was a happy moment, man. Huh? That was a happy moment. Ecstatic. Yeah. And it's not. It, it had nothing to do for me. It had nothing to do with the Warriors and everything to do with their completely fans. everything. It was it was that, and then it was just the odds, bro. Like I don't think people understand the odds that were stacked against that team, and literally you pushes had, over here you burning. Had, by the way, I bet, I bet, but I bet. <laughs> But literally, you, literally, you. The had, more L talked, the more I was like, I could feel the heat coming I'm, off. I'm, he, I'm here for this because that is what we get to live in. Because the following year, they just ran it up with with uh, KD. with number with the number two guy in the league, bro. So it, <laughs> it is what it is, bro. Like you, what an asshole. Bro, so this is, is so is. this is what you've been thinking about during lockdown. This is what you've been on. This is what you decided. My nigga, I, I'm I'm constantly doing like this is this is what I was on. You circling back for your vengeance, huh? This is what you this is what you come up with. I was here I was here to come back and talk shit. What a fucking sick dude. <laughs> <laughs> what else what else? Can you can you give us anything else you've uncovered during during quarantine, sir? Besides your revenge, you be plotting against every warrior fan. Ah man. Hey. Low carb diet is essential. Like L. What are you pre- right now, What are you bro. preparing for? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't you don't want to come out of this on the on the wrong side of the of the, of the struggle, bro. Trust me. Missing missing uh, summer goals, summer body goals. Hey, because first off, we don't even know if summer is canceled yet. But uh, yeah, summer summer twenty twenty might be canceled. But uh, if it's not, then folks ain't gonna be prepared for it. Um, but. Uh, Greek salads, um, what is it? Damn, I can't think of the name of the shit, but it's something, it's like diced carrots instead of using, uh, uh, fuck it, no, we're not going into details on this, <laughs> not going into details on this, but yes, the, low-carb diet, bro, low-carb low diet. Ca- low-carb diet, 
Diversify. The Cavs had the greatest performance in finals history. What else you got? Bro, diversify your activities and meals. So this is going to be the mind game you get to play. <laughs> this thing is a sick so this, this is what you get to play around with because I trick was... Trick yourself. I, bro, you got to trick yourself. You got to, you got to, in order to survive some of these, you know, these lockdowns, the reason why people are going crazy is because y'all haven't planned out what y'all meals and your activities are going to be yet. Y'all just sitting in the house and playing it by ear as if y'all can still go outside like that. <laughs> y'all got to figure out y'all days better, bro. Like, like it's not. But this is, this is back to our point from last week. How many motherfuckers are living day to day, second to second? And. I'm with you. I, 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 but I genuinely wholeheartedly feel, and it, and I, and, and forgive me because I have context of what the fuck you've been through. So I know mm-hmm. you earned the privilege you now have to be way more structured and disciplined in your shit. Cause you've been through, you didn't seen some shit. We, we got to, that's something we got to talk about too that I didn't have on the topics of Go, what, going to of, my intro of bro. normalizing, normalizing the trauma that niggas have been through. Mm-hmm. Like, now, what we do with, with men, men of color, too, I just immediately I assume y'all been through some shit. Hmm. Immediately I go, oh, you didn't see some shit. You didn't see some shit. You didn't see some shit and normalize that shit and dismiss it and start from like your handicap is built in with me and not from a way where a place where I'm expecting less from you. Actually, I'm expecting your threshold to be more because you didn't been through some shit. We'll Completely. get to that. We'll get through that Completely. later. Yeah. But. Everybody don't come out on the other side of that victorious and especially in the way that you did. Like you're an anomaly in that. Like I can't wait for your book, nigga, because I, I feel I think people think I'd be gassing when I be talking like, yo, no, this nigga's different. <laughs> like for real, for real is is a machine. And so that sort of planning instruction. But then what this is, what this is because watching niggas go crazy on the gram. People are losing their fucking mind like niggas. You have never heard say a word. On there doing skits, singing in the kitchen, yelling at the kids, all kind of wild shit. Because they just losing their shit. So you go, oh, every TikTok is running up. Everybody's day to day. Everybody's second to second with this shit. And like the the type of forecasting and the type of forecasting and planning and discipline that it takes to be like, quote unquote, successful. Like we could let's have let's 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 say we have a universal concept or idea of what successful means. Right. At Mm. at, at a base. Let's Mm. say we do just for the sake of this conversation. That base of success, the amount of discipline planning that that base base basic level of success takes, the average person don't have the bandwidth for, bro. So now what's it, what it's doing in hindsight is giving me insight on the niggas that I, I was leaning on for information or that I was confiding in, like using as confidants, literally didn't have an, a clue of what type of shit we were talking about planning and discussing. Mm. Um and I'm realizing that now because now everyone it retroactively is trying to do it. Like, I, I can't tell you how many calls I've gotten like, yo, you should do a live concert right now. My nigga, people are being displaced out of their homes and have family members that are dying and are sick. And you want me to do a live fucking performance if you don't get off my phone? Mm-hmm. I can't think about that right now. That, that's the furthest thing from my mind right now. Mm-hmm. I, we got grandparents that are 35 miles away that got to be cognizant of that may need shit that don't need to be out. That's true. It's other shit looming. Are you talking about a fucking performance, dog? Like, put your cash app up. So, f- f- bro, come on, man. Yeah. What are we talking about? 
And so it's it it really is uncovering a lot of other shit for me to where I'm going, oh, you niggas been playing, been playing second to second, day to day, and I'm I here I am talking about plan a five-year plan a 10-year plan a 15-year plan of like shit that i'm working on today that i know i'm not gonna see for 10 years mm-hmm. like 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 dead ass and talking to frit like me and lex we talk we get we talk me and this nigga talk like three times a week about some shit that we know is a couple years out seriously and and do it <laughs> with excitement too yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know so it's I'm un- but, that's what but that, that's but what that I- goes back to to you enjoying the process though because yeah. like if you if you enjoy the lead up to things and not so focused on like if you're enjoying the the in between of everything mm-hmm. then the result is going to be what you already expected out of it. Facts. So when you actually get to the result, you should already be working on the next part of the plan. Facts. So that you never stu- never you never really stay inside of what the results of any particular idea or Come plan on. that you have is going on at the time. So as long as you're consistently doing that, then you always have more to do which then does not put you in these positions where you are are, are acting that way. Facts. You know what I mean? Like that anxiety level uh, that a lot of people have is that you feel like you're, you feel like you're running out of time or ideas on something that's going on in the immediate, like in, in, in currently. Yeah. Bro, like do your challenges. Hmm. Do these do these dances? Um, look at your comments. Do all that. Do all of that shit. Do all that shit. That's fine and dandy. That's a lot of fun. Enjoy yourselves. But after that, you're gonna have another twenty three hours. Yeah. What do you, What do you say with that, G? What do you What do you say? What do you land at for the repercussions of? the people on the fence to whether or not to take the shit serious. Mm. Um, I started off very militant on trying to get people to understand the severity mm-hmm. of our current position. What in what got you? I'm sorry. Keep cutting you off. What, but what got you, what got you to there point? to that point, to the point of not, not even what got you to, to the, to the mili- the militant mindset of trying to get people to understand, but what got you to the point where you like, oh no, nah, this shit is serious. Yeah, 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 got it. Um, was it any bit of information? Was it? it, it so it it was it, it is information that I'm privy to. Um, I'm still I'm still privy to more, um, which is just too much for you know just to be putting out there all all willy like you you know like like I can foresee things. You yeah, know what I mean, but I am privy to a lot more. Uh, that's going on behind the scenes but on on top of that it's that i think it's also <clears throat> the position i put myself in currently to take information that i have and take it seriously as opposed to with a grain of salt mm-hmm. because i think a lot of times you take information or when somebody's telling you something you can take a lot of a lot of that with a grain of salt for by either the where the information is coming from or the position that you're in at the time to take it seriously. Got you. So if you haven't put in the work uh, for, you know, something like this to take place and somebody tells you something, then you will shun it off or or um, joke it off 
out of your lack of preparation in a time. It's just it's the same as when somebody's uncomfortable, they they laugh or they get defensive or mm. stuff like that. Like all that stuff plays mm. a part. It's it's your it's your own fear coming to the forefront. So then you shun it off yeah. out of that initial fear. I've done so much work on just my mental state that when something like that takes place, I I need to prepare for the worst first, and then I can dial it back from there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's 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 the that's the mentality on a lot of these yeah. things. You know what I mean? That's that's more important for me. And tell you the truth, everything that I've been privy to has taken place. Is that is that how you is that how you land at a space where you go? Niggas is only gonna respect martial law, completely. Got you. Completely. Got you. Because Got you. I, is I, it the optics and like the theatrics of martial law, or is it like because we've been hearing? I'll never forget the first time of like hearing a rapper say that, mm-hmm. um, and it was someone that people kind of dismiss as this extremist. Killer Mike uh, has been talking about this shit for over a decade. Like shit's coming. Clip up. Go buy you some property, some land, insulate yourself with weapon, like all, like yeah, learn, learn, le- yeah, learn how, learn how to farm, learn, learn vegetation, like learn all. He been say, Brad been saying this in his raps for over a decade, um, and I'll I'll never forget hearing that shit and going, damn, I don't I don't know any like my grandma, God bless her soul, LMA remember her trying to get teach me how to plant greens and like season and all and just kind of dismissing it just a kid just a kid like grandma why why i gotta (laughs) greens we go buy that shit from the store she's like no i want to grow my own i want to plant this lemon tree i want to do this and i'm like like just being silly but now in hindsight like that's my shit Mm -hmm. like peppers lettuce greens all this shit like that's my shit now Mm -hmm. you know but we've seen the movies and everything and it's like like artists are create in creatives like have imaginations and shit but they don't be pulling shit out of just thin air be inspired by something and so when you say yo only gonna respect martial law what is it about the martial law that that activates people but as you as you as you've been alluding to this whole time by the time it kicks in it's too late yeah no it's over by then but the uh talk talking uh I'm just moving that yeah you are just moving down to moving down to you yeah but uh now the so before the martial law part uh the build up to it yeah so the our, our original our original thought process on on martial law and why it was so it was so present in rap culture or just like the and uh people that were, that would would talk about it is because the original idea was that they were going to do so much stuff to us as people that we were going when we pushed the button for uh rebellion was going to incite the martial law portion part uh but then they continuously did shit to us and we did we stopped reacting and we started just creating and and putting it in, and displacing it into other creative uh, um, um atmospheres and flows and stuff like that right so when something like this comes in, comes in, mm-hmm. this is where the conspiracy part comes in is allowing this to come like past the borders. Um, the administration that we have in, in place, um, uh, them getting rid of uh, the people that are supposed to 
uh, see this coming. Yeah, um, that that branch of it wasn't it wasn't a branch of CIA. What what, what was that? What there's a particular it's, it's, it's a, a pending team, but I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But it was it was something that Obama had in place, the, and this was part of the administration undoing everything that Obama had just done to remove, just, so to, just, just to just completely remo- erase that legacy, just yeah. to, just completely erase it. So that was part of the teams that they erased and this this, there, this seeped into the U.S. Because we you you touched on that. I feel like you've been touching on the last few episodes, but to to clarify that G and to dial it in, there was a specific subset group that their sole purpose was to track and nip this type of shit in the bud. In the bud before it before it gets out. Yes. Before it becomes a a pandemic. I don't think people know pen like what pandemic actually means mm-hmm. and how big of a of a word that actually is mm-hmm. when they start using that. Yeah. That word you, you you haven't heard pandemic be used as much as been used recently. Yeah. And when they use that, it just creates the The whole point the, is not to have to say that word. Yeah, but when you do and when you make it make it normal, mm-hmm. um, is when a lot like receiving the full the full control over the government. Uh, being able to having having a part of that be that you can instill martial law. Mm-hmm. We've been using pandemic a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like those are words that you use that you can uh, you can have people agree to. You know what? Martial law is the best plan of action. Push the button. Push the button. Go yeah. for it. Uh, but for this one, it probably won't be California. They hate California. It'll probably be. You'll probably see tanks in New York. We're, we're, just, <laughs> we're pushing. I was just talking about that. Yeah. Like the the numbers. The numbers in New York are staggering in comparison to everyone, wherever, where everyone else. Yeah. Um, ten less than ten percent in everywhere else in comparison to New York, something crazy like that. Fourteen thousand cases in New York alone. And remember, with that information, we also don't have access to tests. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more than that, which is when I was saying the martial law thing and people not taking it seriously. And people not recognizing what these large numbers mean and knowing that we don't have testing in order to even know that people have it. Um, That's when the the predictions of 150 million people uh, receiving it and whatever numbers from that drops off and dies, Mm. that number becomes a lot more real to me. The more and more I see how people do not respond correctly to something like this because we could have easily went in uh stayed out the way not socialize with each other we can still socialize but not you know get together in these groups go out stuff like that but niggas don't that's that's the fucked up part i'm and this is where i get frustrated with people niggas been weird and not really fucking with each other like and now now all of a sudden niggas want to be outside they in there I mean, I, I mean, folks is at folks have been at the lake playing football, bro. <laughs> they they out there playing volleyball. You know, you still touching the same <laughs> ball, right? That folks was in San Francisco playing basketball, rubbing up against each other, sweating and shit. But you know, I and you know what's gonna happen, OG. It's like where 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 was you where speaking in reference to us? Yeah. Where is y'all niggas conspiracy energy now? And it's like it's not. This just don't. This just don't feel like the time to play. I'm not, and 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 I don't, and, and I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't be playing on that other shit either. To be keep a buck with you, I don't all. be playing on that other shit either. I'm just saying right now, right now. I, I'm man enough to be like I don't know. I'm confused. 
but because that's what type of time it is, let me let me abide by this for the sake of others around me. Because I feel I just if something if something were to come, I feel healthy enough to fight whatever. Like it ain't it ain't gonna have shit to do with me. Speaking of, speaking of that, you wanna know another bean? Huh. I got another bean for you. Here we go. Uh, you know, folks are locked up now. Uh, they're, oh take, they're taking it, they're taking it a little bit, a little bit more serious, right? Yeah. Uh, but they're still getting together, still partying together. Yep. Uh, what is the, what is, what do people do when they come together and they socialize, especially at night? They smoke. drink, drink, smoke, share the pass the shit around. Hey man, what is, did you, alcohol, alcohol is a, is a poison that you put into yourself. Mm-hmm. It's built to, it's, it's, it's here to break down your immune system. All them sugars we're are immediately. Deal, we're dealing with the, something that breaks, like attacks broken down immune systems. Yeah. Hey folks, man, you know, have your fun, man. Yeah. I, I, I get why folks, folks don't go out on a limb on a lot of these like topics and try to talk to large bodies of people at the exact same time. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's, it's nerve wracking. I just want, I just, I, I was glad, I was grateful for your, for your gems, what you drop it in a group text. I was grateful. Push was like, yo, I've been on this shit been on because it get my niggas in school still and and seen and seen it seen it from a different a whole different vantage point mm-hmm. of a school that's heavily populated by foreigners and people who did the holiday travel and went mm-hmm. directly to where the source was mm-hmm. so it was like yo let me sit my ass down early mm-hmm. i ain't seen i ain't seen you <laughs> i haven't seen you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying <laughs> like I, I just i i if 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 nothing the people around me, I, I I really appreciate how y'all are moving, um, and going about it. Lex, we you know, he's in the heart of a really in the midst of a really big project, and could be like fuck that. I'm gonna do get it now. Let's 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 fall back and 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 pivot and figure out other ways to go about expression and, and content building and stuff. So I'm just glad to I'm glad to be here and glad that y'all are, are approaching it the way that you guys are. Um, beyond that, like when I'm driving and because I've driven by the lake too, G and Z and that shit be like, yo, niggas is tripping, like outside, outside. And like, that's cool. Like, uh, I'm, uh, I'm glad that's where you at in your brain with it. But for the sake of everyone around me, take my black ass home and been in here with my dog. This nigga ain't no fun though. That's what he do all day. He being, he's being courteous and not sleeping with his dick in the air, but he'd normally be <laughs> legs back like a human. Like, <laughs> how you even know to lay like that? That shit is crazy. Said, I guess since you got company. <laughs> since you got company. I'm going to go ahead and put this dick away. <laughs> look, 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 look. Now where you going? He like, what? Like, I nigga, we that. talking about you? Man. Um, what else What else you got for us, G? Because um, I got a bunch of... I was, clearly, I was trying to stay far, 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 far away from from Corona on this episode. You look at my topics. Oh no, I get it. I get it. Uh, you saw the the Blasio thing with the I did not the NBA. I did not. Okay, so uh, Mayor De Blasio um, basically um, got out the NBA about them being able to grab their tests and test their players mm-hmm. uh, for the virus and like the responses and 
um, that the basically the test should not be for the wealthy, but for those who are actually showing symptoms of being sick. So it became an interesting topic on um, how politics can now play uh, play a factor in this in this moment. Uh, because like it's kind of weaponizing you see every you see folks you know in these times you start weaponizing the virus uh which is a big like walking dead thing too like it's no longer like that was just the source of the problem um and then you start seeing like how it becomes weaponized so it's no longer about you know the the walking dead on the show anymore it's about like how the people have now reacted in this time frame like like, stuff like that so like it was just interesting to see um them come at the NBA about that, and the NBA was just talking about how there was a, they created the awareness, basically. Um, they went off of, because of how quick their response was, they and they were getting it from private sectors, um, that they felt that that was the best plan of action um, to help out the public and also bring awareness to the public on how serious the topic was, the uh, subject was. So yeah. it was just interesting to see um, that they got on about that. Um, when like the biggest deal was that we don't have tests and we don't have enough tests. Uh, so like, are we, are we, my, my issue and my frustration with that Mm -hmm. in particular, with it coming from someone in politics Mm -hmm. is where has this outrage been when routinely your access our access to cures and wellness plans that can ensure a, a, a sustained um, healthy means of living has always been dependent upon your economic status. That it, that's not that this this not this isn't new completely. And so the 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 platform and the and the and and sort of the stage that this is on, like the world is stopped right now and collectively has eyes on this. Mm-hmm. So this is where the conspiracy part of me, is, so this is, I'm sorry, not even the fuck the conspiracy part. This is where the confused part of me mm. is, 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 uh, is emphasized where I've, the amount, uh, so this is my normalizing trauma thing, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of death, and not death of natural causes. The mm-hmm. the amount of death that we have been courtside for in the midst of mm-hmm. is not normal. It's not okay. normal. Sure. And we've completely for figured sure. out a, a way to normalize it and go on about our day. Mm-hmm. And so now, because the world is stopped, there's reports like that where it's like, yo, why y'all get the test first? It's like, fam, we've been, that's what niggas have been talking about. Why is why is why is why is everyone else's why is everyone else's lives significantly more important than one group? Not not a, not a bunch of groups. It's one group who doesn't seem to collectively matter to anyone. And over and over again, have to watch deaths of extreme circumstances on a fucking loop. Code was cracked just there. You're you're one thousand percent correct. Um, and also the reason why people are constantly doing something, they're going batshit crazy about it, is that once you do stop and slow down, that means you have to deal with something. <laughs> like, your mind is going to catch up, and all that shit that you've been suppressing will come to the forefront. Jesus Christ. It it, it just hit me because I was thinking about, because that's something that uh, Waka Flocka was dealing with 
like he his, was he was no longer he was no longer doing the music part. He was retiring, and now his his uh, wife is trying to get music, into the music yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But with him slowing down, now he actually has to deal with the deaths of his brothers. Brothers, brothers plural. Brothers, because both didn't didn't two brothers commit suicide? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I know the I know the younger one did for sure, and I'm I'm almost certain the other one did too. Like, yeah, I don't know if it was suicide. Or yeah, one was killed. But but both were two suicide, right? One was killed. Oh, one was killed. Okay, yeah, was my, killed. My, okay. But he said that I think he said he was there for. for he was one. right there for yeah, he the, was yeah. there for that one. So Jesus Christ, him being able to see, like he saw him bleed out brains and everything like that. So he saw all that stuff trauma. But he did not. He didn't cry or deal with that Mm-mm. initially. Mm-mm. Um, I think it was like three month, three weeks later, or three months later, or something like that is when he first shed a tear about the situation. Jesus but he, Christ, the whole man. time up to that, he was just treating it as if they were still there. Yeah. Um, just not. In like just not there, like you can't see them, but they're still mm-hmm. just as if, they, as if they took a trip and they're not even, you know what I mean? So when <sighs> everything slowed down and he no longer had these um, these distractions is when all that stuff came to the forefront and now he's dealing with some, and like on top of that, parents not, not his mom not being like very, um, like like a loving type of parent, more like a tough love type of parent. She's from she's from Miss Miss Aunt Deb. She's she from a she different. No she's from a different. She's from Queens in the seventies and eighties, bro. She me? move on a whole different type of time. Her her brothers was in the streets for real, for real. You feel me? So like all that stuff, like so that means just it's, it's just so much. It's a, it's a certain level of just suppression that's just just sitting there. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I remember for myself. Um, when I when I broke my back and could never really get back to uh, playing at the level that I was accustomed to playing at, but still being at the highest level, uh, uh, well, being at the one of the highest levels of uh, sporting and having to get through that to finish school, yeah, by the by, and like um, and having all of like with the steel, like when I was on bed rest and stuff like that, and having all the stuff that to that point kind of was the was my fueling force for um for me playing yeah then having nothing for me to push that to no outlet for that and all of that stuff coming to the forefront and the the amount of turmoil and trauma i had with not being not having activity to get that off on Mm. i can only understand like that's how that's that's what folks are going through yeah and folks will go through in, in situations like this where you you know you ain't got nothing to push that ain't no outlets for that man, man. like you got to create an outlet of course but it ain't no you know when people start putting restrictions on you shit, shit start happening you just said so much there um i kind of did i don't know <laughs> but no 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 not in a not in a not even remotely in a way where you overshared or nothing like that just like so much that I have you know, so many more questions for and want to have larger discussions about um, mainly mainly the the grieving and attempting to heal. Um, the amount, again, I, I, I hate to keep using that phrase, but normalizing trauma and just packing up and going is, is so a part of the American experience as a whole, but in specific, in specific to the Black American experience, where you just like, bro, that's just uh, the, where the 
fuck you, fuck you crying for, boy? Get, get up and keep rocking. Like, huh? that that hurt, bro. Fuck you mean? What am I crying for? You mm-hmm. know, but to the point where that has the reverse effect on you. Like, I'm not ever crying in front of my big cousins, my big brothers, my dad. Hey. Fuck no. I, that's the last nigga I want to see me cry. Man. You know, and then... And then Push was there that day. We were doing, we were finishing the album. Push was mixing uh, TV Babies and we were trying to film the process. And I was like trying to have this like closure moment with my dad. And nigga, I was, he, my dad goes, I forget what the question was, but somehow we landed on him saying, I could never do what you're doing. I don't have the balls you do, nigga. I just started crying. I couldn't hold it in no more because I, for him to say that, that, that type of validation and that stamp, not a Grammy. Not a not hove. It's not nobody that could give me that feeling of my dad going, fam. I could. I'm basic. His way of saying I'm proud of you, and he didn't even say those words. He was right. just like, I could never do what you're doing. Right. And I was just like, damn, you know. But forever, for my for my 30 years on this earth, the last nigga I wanted to see me shed a tear, or be in a, a compromising, vulnerable state, was him. That's right. Because because an encounter we had when I was six mm-hmm. that's nuts with like hearing myself say it out loud but it's the truth it's literally it's genuinely my truth to just like not and it's not just him it's a bunch of male figures in my life who i, re- who I refuse but you know what's even iller not just the male figures it's some women in our circle that i never want to see me on that type of time so you mean to tell me it's no space there's no outlet for you to be like i'm going through some shit completely and as as a reciprocating factor, they looking at you the same way because you ain't never shared that either. So now we just stuck in this purgatory. Ain't nobody sharing and everybody's suffering in silence because ain't nobody, nobody wants to seem compromised or, or weaker. I'm sorry, man, but like folks got to understand that that stuff comes out no matter what. Like No matter it, what. Like it's going to eventually come out and the cold part is it happens if you ha- if you're people say you're lucky it it really depends on circumstance but if you're lucky enough to grow old is usually when it's going to happen because the less people are around when you become old including <laughs> including your children including like folks that's close to you like all the mm-hmm. folks that ain't around there so all them feelings um all that hardness that you was that you was projecting uh with, in your youth when you had the strength when you start getting weaker bro that shit comes to the forefront and that's when it's going to hit you uh, my decision and what I saw uh, for myself was that there's no fucking way that I was going to allow myself to, if I'm lucky enough to become old, have that be the time when I go through the shit that I need to go through. I, I'll do that shit when I'm young and I'm strong enough to do that shit, bro, and get and figure out how to get through that. Um, but but heal in real time, I would rather do it that way. Uh, I'm not about to wait on that shit. So that was my mentality on that. I'm just, I'm just glad niggas know that, you know. And it came at it, it no matter what, how much time at this shit. Speaking, take. speaking for myself, but that lesson came at such a an impossible cost, mm-hmm. and oh, that was sure. that was driven home with you and everything you went through, mm-hmm. and I. I detach myself and go you because for what I, what I was going through when you were going through, it was just like, this is, this nigga has been my world since forever. So you, so I was, 
I was more con- I was so much more concerned about you than than you how you were concerned about everything else. I was concerned for you. So the cost that cost seemed it it just seemed like a a real big ticket to learn that lesson. Like mm-hmm. fuck, man. I feel like we could have learned that on such a cheaper ass, bro. Like <laughs> bro. like real life, man. Like I feel I feel like I feel like that you could have asked anything else of us and niggas would have been like, "All right, we got it." But maybe not. I don't know, but fuck, dude. Like, why did why does it have to come at at that? Bro, I paid so many souls for that lesson, bro. Jesus, that just sucks. But it is what it is, bro. We keep it pushing and learn from the mistakes, man. Um, damn, I don't even know. I have no idea how we ended up there. Uh, that was Mayor De Blasio. <laughs> Mayor De Blasio. Shout out to Blasio. <laughs> Shout out to Blasio. Um, hey, man, do you uh do you feel like the feel like movie theater is about to die? Okay, now you, now you, now, hey, what we say? Now you pod. Now you pod. <laughs> um, I, I didn't watch some shit since I've been in the house, yo. Bro, I didn't see shit some is shit. Out. Uh, Did you watch the banker yet? Gee, it was good. Gee, no, <laughs> I haven't watched the banker. Yet. Okay, no, I almost sure. drop kicked the TV because both Apple accounts uh, locked last night trying mm. to watch the banker. Mm. It was like three thirty in the morning, and Damn. the pro- and the promo was coming up on whether you got Roku or Apple TV. The first thing you see is watch the banker, mm-hmm. and then the homie texted me. He was like, "Yo, stop whatever you're doing, watch the banker right now." And I was, yeah. that's literally what I was trying to do. Yeah. And are you kidding me? So got it unlocked, and that's what immediately after after the pod, I'm watching the banker. Yeah, I gotta watch the day too. Um, Nia, uh, Nia Long's interview. Um, Sam Jackson talked briefly about, you know the. This, this, the real story that it's based off of and how that affects today. Um, I know you guys are all small business owners in, 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 in that realm. As a small business owner and trying to obtain a loan, salute to Poe, who's been working with me diligently on learning the ins and outs of what what takes place in that process, getting a credit limit as a small business owner and all that shit. That story... Just them explaining it moved me in a, in a way that I can't even quantify. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched so many small business owners of color not have access to credit limit um, and loans to even get started. And so many companies are based on, <laughs> have got their jump start. If you can't get a credit limit to get your bare essentials to get rocking. And you know, and you know what that profit, uh, the potential earnings is for what your business is. Right. So there's a bunch of people running around here with great ideas that can't get access to to credit and loans and shit like that to get their idea funded. To then go, hey, duh, I was right. Pay it back, you know, just on some some basic shit. But we can get a loan. We can get a a thirty year fixed loan for a house. Oh, we can get a eat a loan for a car. S- nigga, T Mobile will get will give you five phones right now. Hey, pay that shit back when you get it, you know, but in terms of like building something that could turn into generational wealth and not we're not talking astronomical numbers, but to be the 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 benefits of being able of being an entrepreneur and working for yourself and having something that's family family owned and family run. Oh my gosh, bro, or like you we see it in the you know, the Jim Crow era. That's another killer mike thing. Like he talked about the importance of of shopping and buying black and the black dollar and and being able to keep that amongst us for longer 
when every other nationality present day can still keep a dollar amongst just them, thirty dollars or thirty days minimum. That we can keep, we can't keep a dollar amongst us for an hour because we buy everything from everyone else. We don't we don't shop with each other at all, and that's back to the allowing black products to be in beta shit that we've been talking about for ever on the show. Um, just that that limited amount of patience we have and access and and again you go oh well such and such don't have his shit in order well such and such didn't have access to the resources to 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 have the proper rollout and to have basic shit if you got a restaurant and you need to have utensils and yeah, and shit just infrastructure to, you don't even have the shit to, you don't even have the access to the to the resources to do that so you're already at a disadvantage and then the 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 demographic you're hoping to serve is like is just impatient and be like yo I can go fuck with the white people with the Asians with everybody else and they got their shit intact well f- yeah because they had access to something to jump this shit off the right way and we just scraping by yo got my cousins my mama working the fr- like us for at the show for example um, and this was an out of state show how many of us was it push it was the band the band the band push and freak between just that crew alone there's eight of us that always travel um push luckily had his girl and little siblings with them and it's and I I think I told you this it's such a cultural thing because his little sister and his girl's brother they didn't even bat an eye they saw me carrying shit in and setting up and they just got up and was like yeah what we what we need to do what we doing push setting up the sound Every, my my brother's we're at my brother's restaurant. He in the back moving, sending people out to help. It's just this, like oh shit, what it takes to run something. But I should have been able to have somebody on staff to pay them to help do that because I'm about to rap for fuck's sake. And here I am sweating, but and we just got to get it done. So it's an independent operation out the trunk, and we don't have access to credit, none of that. We working on the fly. Fuck with us, you know. And it it. You got to provide context and tell that story, but you know people want to jump ahead and skip that part of the process and just go, "Hey, be a be a finished, polished product right now." How? Nothing we love was a finished, polished product the first time you got it. Those first Apple desktop shits and what they then morphed into with the, with the see-through color ones. And then that shit was, man, Steve Jobs himself would come back from the grave and laugh at all that shit. Be like, hey, that was part of it, man. We was figuring it out, <laughs> you know, but it's hey, that. That nigga was, he was selling the dream, boy. But that, hey, not, not everybody not everybody get a chance to not every, pull off selling the dream, though. Man, but, but, but even Eli he. Eli Musk selling, selling dreams, bro. Even, but even, even Steve, they, he went through it to where people was trying to, like, dismiss him. Like, bro, you crazy? That shit didn't work. It flopped. da 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 that resilience is uh, it's not that that type of success ain't had without some pushback and some fight it's just can't one can you sustain it the the fear going broke 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 like <laughs> being being like there's being in the red and whatever shit is way beyond the red niggas where I'm at right now like I'm drowning and here we are doing the show and I couldn't be happier this episode episode 99 g it is It's funny that we introduced episode ninety nine at this point. At this point in the show, I'm sorry. I hope I hope niggas make it this far into the shit. Episode ninety nine, man. Y'all keep them count ninety nine. hundred X, man. Ninety nine. Anything? Can anybody? Anything? Anyone? 
You got anything, Lex? 99 shows? I'm just happy I got my job back. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, bro. <laughs> welcome back. We're going to welcome you. we just going to keep welcoming you back. Every time. Bro. Every time. Every time. Just welcome back, Lex. Nah, don't do that because that means I'm about to get fired again. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas ain't slick. <laughs> I think just know when he don't get that welcome back, it's over. Dog, what? <laughs> welcome, welcome back, welcome back. Ah, oh, shit. What do we say about 99 episodes, man? I don't know, man. It's a lot of, it's a lot of information out there, man. I, there was something I was going to bring up that I sent to Monty was like, you guys about to hit 100, so I think it would be a good time for you guys to let the listeners know like that, that process of going through this grind. Because mm. a lot of people think, this shit's easy. Like, mm. oh, they just meet up, turn on the mics, and then they talk. But yeah. they don't realize, like, all like you said, we independent. Yeah. We don't got no real funding like that. So this is all out of pocket. This is our time. So I want you guys to just touch on that. Mm. You got That's anything? a good idea. Um, I'd say we. I, this is probably not an on mic thing but we can we can we can work through some ideas uh, but um i was thinking uh it's kind of like a listener's appreciation moment too because i mean they they rocking with us they've they been rocking with us for this time too <laughs> so um i say we reach out um on the page or whatever and um folks folks that usually send in their questions or things they have um shoot call in or we call them uh they said that on the mic uh we have a little conversation that's a brilliant idea g and then peace out i mean especially because that's right, the hundred right now we can't really <laughs> that's the hundred can't really be in the same room but we could definitely reach out and have a conversation with everybody and everybody has their moment on the online too that's how we do the hundred that's a brilliant idea yeah. um because this is this is this is an ode to the listeners like the from the from the very first time we started the show um, I tell the story all the time. The iteration of the show as it exists now was always a plan from the rip. Uh, and just based on how L and Poe are wired specifically. We just don't have our cool meter, man. It's good. He bowed out. I know. He, he'll he be back. I, I'm, I'm confident he'll be back at some point when it makes sense. But I remember approaching him about it before the initial show started where I was just interviewing people. And I still want to bring, the, I talked to Elle about bringing the interview portion back and, and doubling up on the episodes, and I think we're going to figure that out. But it was always, I just, Elle, Elle and Poe specifically have such a unique um, perspective and approach to life. Um, and they're, they're, they're two of my favorite thinkers um, that exist. And that, that includes the celebrity and the famous people that we all know, like, they still sit at the top of the list for me because of how their thoughts and approaches go beyond just a thought and an approach. It's a plot, it's application, right? So you can study, you can have all these things, but there's another, it's a completely different thing to apply it and live it. And, and we ain't got no ties, man. That, keep, keep it real, bro. <laughs> keep ain't, it ain't, real. ain't got no ties, bro. Uh, but I wanted to showcase that because I think the, the visual representation, like people can autom- immediately dismiss us for something completely different without any context and without the story being told and what kept happening is like I was waiting for people to cover things the way we talk about him and I remember Gary V me and Push talked about it it's like yo Gary V is like yo the worst thing you could do is not do something because somebody already doing it hmm. and that shit because I've been talking about doing a po- nigga I've been how long I've been talking about doing a podcast 
And then Joe started doing it. like, oh, I can't do one now. And it's such a goofy thought process, especially when you think about it in hindsight. It's like, oh, yeah, we can. We, we can and we are. And now we're here. And the listeners are what keep that going. And so the idea that people tune in every week, um, um, flow, and a few other people asked, like, yo, what are your listeners? And I was like, yo, we usually do, we do like 600. And they're like, y'all got 600 people that listen to the show every week? And I was like, yeah, I thought that was low. That's a lot of people. And I was like, oh, damn, I didn't know. I didn't know that was a lot. I had no idea that that was a lot. of Because I'm seeing Joe Rogan, Joe Budden, and It's The Real, and Bodega Boys. But and that's the part you forget is like they had a whole run where it wasn't that many people tuning in. Tack Stone, Combat Jack, like they had a run where it was just me listening to the shit. Come on, man. You know, so it, it takes time. But even I forgot that it takes time. So when we hit 60, um, the, 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 the platform that we use reached out like, yo, congrats. Like you are in a percentile that is less than 7% to get to the 60th episode. I'm like, word? And then you start looking at it, it's like, yeah, less than 7% of shows make it past the 20th episode. I'm like, wait, 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 that's crazy. So now approaching 100 is, um, hmm, I don't know, man. It's just, it. I'm I'm just grateful to, to fuck with something that long, <laughs> like, like it, it and not have it, not have it be attached to this, this, this weird concept of success. Because even, even music for me, still is tethered to, this strange validation that don't have shit to do with me. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not in control of, of having hella fans and being hella lit, whatever that means. I gotta. I'm I'm glad and I'm glad to say that I'm back to a point where I'm I'm expressing and writing and telling stories for me, depending on how I feel that day. I'm so proud to be back there. But if I'm being honest, there was a time where I wasn't there, mm-hmm. you know. Um so it's been it's been a real it's been a real special journey to get to get back here mm-hmm. and to do it this way, um, and to be consistent with it and then everybody that's fucked with us along the way like people like we we say it all we laugh like yo had no idea this person was listening and it'd be the most random person that'll reach out be like yo like nigga y'all didn't drop last week nigga what's up like oh shit like didn't didn't know niggas was waiting like that you know um get get a virtual him up bro like all right man uh, all right man you got it you got it uh and it's just it's it's just it's special you know and um now and going forth and trying to trying to continue in to grow it and and see you know if this is a hundred, what is what does two hundred look like you know what is two what's two fifty look like and and getting up there and and then growing and expanding the network we've been talking about uh, the talk has been whether Charlemagne is going to stay at Breakfast Club and all that shit and he 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 can't you know what what he Chris Morrow and Combat Jack saw they started the loudspeakers network. Bro, if it's 2020, they started they started loudspeakers in in probably like 13. You know, they saw the vision for having a podcast network mm-hmm. seven years ago, almost a decade ago. God bless Combat Jack and everything he stood for and, and helping other shows sort of develop just a consistency. Because Combat Jack wasn't missing when what no time off with the Combat Jack show. Like what no wasn't a seasonal thing. You know, everybody else kind of treat Combat Jack. And Mark Maron are the only niggas I know that's been doing it every week. Yeah. What? 
you know. Um, so this is you're right, G. This is a this is a listener's appreciation deal more than anything because I don't shit. I don't know how seriously we still rocking if we, if we didn't know people were tuned in. And I think the our parents our parents' feedback has been the dopest thing. Yeah. Um, my dad. My dad. Um, was just like, bro. He's like, I learned so much from y'all. Yeah, we had great moments. Like that <laughs> moment. That moment in the studio was amazing. Man. <laughs> it was so. It's so much great energy in that room at that yeah, moment, yeah. and it felt like everybody needed to hear every last word that day. So that was dope. Yeah, man. So episode ninety nine, and we can get off the somber shit. Let's get to the fun shit. Oh shit! Y'all ever seen a porn star in public? Never. Not knowingly. The, the point is, you know it. Nah. Lex? I wish, though. I seen a unicorn one time. No, a porn star. That's why I called it a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I called it a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that, was I? I was not. I was not. <laughs> Talking to the mic, pause. <laughs> Talk, say, tell us more. Um, Down in L.A. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's where you would see him. Damn. I need to get to this LA more. Like 2012. Mm-hmm. And just randomly saw Cherokee. Mm. That's you saw a legend. Yeah. You saw a legend in person. That's different. The legend the legends hit a little different. That's why I said it's a unicorn. Yeah. Not all porn stars are. Or legends. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Some of them be regular. I I've had the privilege of seeing both the unicorn and just the Average one that's got enough scenes to go. Ah, I know you. You know what I'm saying. Hey, Money, Money. How much of a sicko do you do you feel like? Oh, don't do this to me. No, 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 no. no. When you you recognize the one that's like ah, like not even like the. (laughs) (laughs) Don't see like not not even the one that was like the like the main main one. Don't make fun of me for that, bro. Because I'm already self conscious about sharing this sicko. Oh no, this is great. No, it's not great. This it, is terrible. It, it is great because I would love to see some of those. Like, but then again, I just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. What were you about to say? Huh? What were you about to say? Nah, I'm just I'm on Lex thing. Like, I, I need to go to LA more often, man. But I feel so, like I could bump into a lot more than. No, I guess guess where they are now? Atlanta. Here, Oakland. <laughs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> Don't be. A, <laughs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, you know, you know what it is. It's the awkward exchange of like she know you know who she is, mm. and so you just like hey. But so we, when we meet when we meet people, we do <laughs> we do this thing where you go even if you don't say where I know you from, you look at people a certain way like I know you from somewhere, and it's mm. not computing. And so because they get that all the time, they know that's what you're doing in the moment. And so I can't help it. I like it. It was it's written every every time it's happened. Dead giveaway that I know exactly who you are. <laughs> and they go and they like, hey, shake Bro. hands and like say hi. And I'm like, how you been? Like, nigga, you do, first you of all, you don't know me. <laughs> don't. Oh, no, no. I know you. I know you no, very no, well. We know each other. I just I, I was thinking about that. The other, obviously. Being quarantined and being in the house, you get to start thinking about wild shit. But I started thinking about that and was like, that shit has happened to me so many times here. I'm not going to do that. That's not fair. Um, 
And just like, damn. Oh, so you made me feel like the asshole since <laughs> I didn't say the name. But Cherokee's, she's, that's royalty. Like, if there was Porn Star Hall of Fame, she's in it. Oh, yeah. She's um, a lot for our age demo, you know. Um, she was, she got so many, so many of us in this age range to like manhood, like in a, in a strange way. But yeah, I'm not gonna, cause all the, all, Cherokee still ain't, she ain't making new scenes, at least. She probably got a fans only. That's different. But I'm talking some she of the got a production company too. Oh, see, she yeah. didn't move. She moved on. She ain't tripping at all. The ones I seen is still active. Oh. They thugging, thugging. Mm. Yeah. So that's man. Never mind. I thought it was gonna be a better conversation. Y'all just got me feeling like a fucking sicko now. I know. That's Shit, that's I a know. good topic. I'm I, waiting I, for you to go deep into it. I, I just pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Say wait, what? Yeah. What? OnlyFans. No, the OnlyFans got hacked. Yeah. Oh, they gave that away. Huh? Yeah. So they shut that down? No, that was, yeah, yeah. Based the way my, let my DMs tell it, that was real. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. OnlyFans, OnlyFans is like, like that though? OnlyFans, you know what OnlyFans is? Have yeah. you, well, I, I, did you do the whole Snapchat shit? Were you fucking with Snapchat at all? I wasn't fucking with Snap, but one of the homies that was fucking with Snap put me on couple of porn stars that their accounts are private if you pay. What was Brett? Nigga, uh, run it up. Brett, what's his name? Uh, something Angels? I remember them from Snapchat. Who? It was like some Brett that had like all these women in a um, in a house that had no furniture in Miami. Never mind. Yeah, you, you was on a deep, deep dark web. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was Brett that had all these chicks in a house in Miami with no furniture. Nigga, that's all you got for us? You... <laughs> That's it. And that's it. They, the type of movies. <laughs> yeah. Nah. That's it. Nah. For sure. For real though. For real though. Because he's a he's a have hella women. They just all they did was do like party promoting for like hella hella club promoting, and then they'll they'll have all these videos at the crib, and then they started they started getting picked off one by one because Brett Brett put them on or whatever, but mm. they started getting picked off one by one by like athletes and all these niggas. Oh, that's what happens. That's it. you just gotta chalk that up to the game and go reset. Like you got to just go get a whole new. Yeah, but they, but they, they had grown into like stardom, stardom. That's yeah. That's a, that's. A, but see, that's where. Nah, that's you, you where can, you couldn't you couldn't just replenish that stock. Like yeah, that. you can. Not if you not, not if you not game exactly. goofy. If no, you not real, if you not game that's goofy, real. you get paperwork. Everybody sign a production company and go do you for the rest of your life, nigga. I'm getting twenty percent from from everybody. Yeah, yeah. nah, he wasn't that for. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's money. Money really want to start this shit. Right. No, I, I had a conversation with Paul about starting some shit like that though. That shit was comedy. You, it would be you two niggas to start that. That too, was comedy. He was like, bro, we could. I could definitely take this show on the road. What I'm gonna start is I'm definitely doing the tell-all book about exes and ego mm. and maturity. Mm. Um, I'm in that age now. Little, little older. Um, I've had some really immature breakups. The, you know, you, you, okay, now y'all leaving me out on a limb. Nah, because nah, oh, I'm still still trying to hear what you're talking about. Y'all leave me out. I, I've had some really immature breakups. Okay. And as of recent, had some fairly sophisticated ones too. Mm. Where it's like a pivot. What's the difference between a sophisticated and a... It's a big, no, it's actually not a big difference. 
because at any point the sophisticated one could go, go just like that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they are going to end up being like that. They are going to grow into like their own petty they're, petty version. They're sophisticated until they find out. Oh, you got another bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, you know, like it's 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 sophisticated time being. Has, have you ever had like a a mutual parting of ways? Have ever had a mutual party? You know what happens, and maybe this ain't for everybody, but what I've noticed is that it's over for somebody, and depending on how dope of a manipulator you are, you can force the other one to end it so you don't get to be the asshole. Mm. And I've definitely been that guy okay. where I've, I've been you, checked you, you out. Plant the seed. Been been checked out and just start doing wild shit. So the person goes, you know what? I, I'm out. <laughs> you know. So then that's on their conscience and not mine. Mm. That's some shitty shit to admit. I'm so sorry, but it, it it's it's my it's the truth. Oh no, it's out there now. It's out there. It's out okay. there. That's some damn. That's fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. It's all good. You plan to see. It's cool. You living your truth. I'm living my truth, King. Hey. <laughs> that's terrible. We all adults, right? Nobody's ever. Y'all, nobody in the room has ever done that. What plan to see? That is the norm, huh? Yeah. That's terrible, though, bro. Don't put nobody through that. Like for what? Like, like I'm I'm making fun of it now, but in hindsight, that's some te- that's some really bad shit to do. Money. Why? Why else do you think that folks go into like a hole in the stratosphere and what they decide to partner up with? What you mean? I mean, like when folks start switching up, and it'd be oh, when pe- they do the rebrand, yeah, it'd be like folks that they would have never. Uh, we got to we got to talk about the rebrand because like it'd be stuff like that. Like that's that's some real. That's some that's some deeply rooted seated shit that they can't have happen again. The reason it's gonna happen again, but it's just a matter of like where it's coming from might be a, a, a easier blow. Huh. Huh. Which is some sick shit. Because if you start going into the if you start going out to the world and messing with uh folks that you wouldn't otherwise mess with as out of uh not having the same like having not having a potential for the same feelings as a person that you just got done with and now that's who you're with for a period of time that's some sick shit because no. all because all they did was just take what you inserted in them and applied that into seeding, now they're seeding the that into the, yeah now they're now they're seeding that in this, into the next person but do you think my thing is always do you think the other person is aware of what's ha- taking place because you can't how how often are people getting in relationships and and there's no context about the ex? Like, I feel like that's a conversation that comes up. It's like, yo, my ex used to do this, or this is my ex. Or if the circle's small enough, you, you've had some encounters with the ex. So you like, that nigga was on a completely different type of time. Like, how you end up here? You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- like what happened in between? And you start to get some context, and you either figure out that, um, is it's an attempt at an upgrade or it's an attempt at comfort hmm. at just like a sure thing that's not going to go bad that they get to be, be in control of. And that's strange to me. So I, I wonder how that. often the, the, the new nigga know, is aware of like, oh, you just here for comfort. I think the I think the one that's here for <clears throat> the one that that ends up in the comfort zone um, is more than all right with that. And I believe that if a certain period of time passes while they're in that comfort, that they will start to grow the confidence off of believing that there's an actual dependency there when there isn't. That getting too comfortable shit. It's like, don't do that. Because then it implodes. Like somebody. I've seen some situations where. Come on, man. Folks, folks didn't. 
folks then got into that comfort zone and they changed physically mm-hmm. in that comfort zone to where they couldn't leave that comfort zone if they wanted if to. If they wanted to. Nobody like ever person, t- The person that went into that is not the person that is sitting in that now. <laughs> You're not the same. So You can't even do the pivot that you may have thought you was going to do it. So before. that's another conversation about maturity and realization, though. It's like how the, ner- the nerve of us to enter into something and, tr- and try to change someone. Like, who the, who the fuck do we think we are? That's not, this is exactly who this person was in the beginning. And now, because you, you, you think you go manipulate them into being, into pivoting. That's crazy. That's a crazy thought to have, but it's, it's so, it's, it's a, it's a normal sort of unspoken agreement that people enter into. It's like, yo, I can, yo, such and such has their quirks, but I can change them. No, you can't. Hmm. This person is exactly who they showed you to be once you get past all the weird, like, outer layer, like, visual shit where it's like the aesthetics where you're like, oh, this part, who they are on social, who they are in public, nigga, travel, travel, move, shit with the rest is going to arise. And and then tell me if you like that person for real, like if you fuck with that person. Shit, quarantine. <laughs> quarantine. It's like a push call. (laughs) See, then then tell me that you in love with this person, and then okay, this is my last thing about relationships, and I'm off it. I I got more. Go keep going. Okay, Um, Patrice O'Neill has a bit about like versus love. Mm -hmm. Women hate that skit, but if anyone decided to listen, it would be the it would be the cheat code for women to unlock men. The love, nigga, I love, there's people that I love that I genuinely don't fuck with. Mm -hmm. So the love shit really don't mean nothing the way liking you means something. Mm -hmm. Like, I like, nigga, it's certain people I like to be around, like, we, y'all make shit better. Be that person. Don't be the person I love and can't stand. You don't, you don't want that. It's like, that's stupid. Why I won't love. No, you, no, not for me. (laughs) You you do not. Bruh, love love does not ensure anything with me, cause because of the whole because of the whole family concept. Nah, that's real. Also, don't voice ultimatum. I would say just set what your ultimatum is don't <laughs> internally. Vo- don't bro, say don't it. Voice that, don't motherfucker. Because you know I mean? on like, sheer principle, now I gotta go fuck your ultimatum, bro. Exactly. Just I'm naturally, bro. Every time, bro. Naturally, man. Like, bro, just set, just set what your what th- what your threshold is. That you won't allow somebody to cross, and that just be what it is for yourself. That's it. Don't be talking about that. Don't don't say that out loud, bro. Why would you? Why you do that, bro? Why you give me ultimatum? Bro, niggas are all about challenges, bro. Like you said, I can't do what. <laughs> let me let me show Bet you. I'll do this shit in ten seconds, <laughs> bro. Like, man, I, as a matter of fact, <laughs> don't wait up. <laughs> and motherfucker be like, what? On sheer principle, <laughs> bro. What are you talking about? On sheer. So where are you gonna principle. lay your head at? How you gonna? What you mean? I've been living out of a backpack for a day. I used to live out of a backpack back in the day. Yeah, you, you just nothing. There's, you can't break me, bro. You can't. I'm, I'm a different type of sick. Like, bro, don't. I just, I just need draws. What you mean? Hey, if I switch my draws, bro, I can live. I can live out here for about a good few weeks. Hey, hey, I'm a different level of savage. Shit. <laughs> nah, bro. I would never. I, I can't even out on, bro. 
All right, all right, people. I can't relax. Even, I can't, I can't, relax. We were, we're doing a I podcast. I would never forget with my nigga, uh, not you, but um, I'm not going to announce who it is, but I, I won't even, I, bro, I would never forget when, when one of my niggas uh, came by my crib after having a spat with his girl, and my nigga had, he had a bag, like he had a duffel, and his duffel had, he put he put out the duffel because he was going out that night. Bro, why did his duffel have so many essentials? <laughs> like this man had the had the cologne, the uh, the the the, uh, the soap, the uh, the, um, the 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 hair the hair stuff is um like er- like everything you would possibly need to fuck changes around. of clothes, shoes for for going in a club or going in a bar. Bro, like had the hard bottoms or the sneakers, bro, just, in, just in case. Pick, pick a choose, my nigga. Like, bro, just all the essentials that you would need. I'm like, bro, do you plan on going back, my nigga? Like, this ain't like this ain't no safe haven for you, bro. You going back? It's like I'll figure it out, bro. That's all. That's all. Cast D, bro. Just put it, put everything in a duffel, and go. Man, type of time I be on. What's up? That's it. That's me. That's what I be on, G. Okay. <laughs> nah, nah. I got it. I got more, but we can we can save it for now, man. I got a hot take for the room. What you got? Breaking Bad. We all fans. Yes. Yeah. Where's it rank shows for y'all? Are you oh. gonna say something like Better Call Saul is better than that or something? Why are you ruining my? Hey, we have a show to do here. My bad. There's theatrics, there's performance, there's production. You just go undermine my whole take. Oh, my bad. I didn't even read. I didn't even read that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like you... I was. I swear. I swear. I didn't even read that on the program, bro. I just. <laughs> Damn. My bad. Let go me ahead. start over. Yeah, start Breaking over. Bad. We all fans here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this nigga's a dick. Where does it rank for show history of shows? Is how high is the wire for y'all? The wire is high. The the wire is even higher when they got to the last episode and showed nigga that they just cycled in a whole nother group, yeah. like to do the exact same thing. So that was player. So the wire is high, Damn and then it. and then Breaking Bad, by far, the scene where she had uh, where she had took the money out of the stash, mm-hmm. and my nigga just started laughing, bro. Just laugh, just laughing in the ditch underneath the, underneath the house like this bitch yeah. has never <laughs> had a had a had a piece of understanding about this situation. Yeah, yeah. Where, Actually, and then Ozark too. Ozark is up there. Mm-hmm. Y'all not answering the question. Where does Breaking Bad rank? Endings. Where's Where's Breaking Bad for you? Okay. Yeah, I got Breaking Bad top five. Top five. I'm going to go out on a limb. You know what I put in negative, though? What? Lost, nigga. Fuck that show. Fuck Lost. Fuck Lost. To this day, I'm still mad at Lost, bro. Fuck Lost. Because they made me catch up on Lost. And I was like nine seasons behind. I had to catch up on Lost and to find out. My bad. Lost Lost and Dexter. Yeah, Dexter, bro, Dexter Dexter was so solid. Dexter, Dexter started off hard. Dexter was so solid for them to do that to us. Dexter started off hard, hard. Okay, but go ahead, my bad. We, we get on. Oh, that. Sons of Anarchy is Sons up there. Sons of Anarchy for sure. Um, I'm missing one that was that I do. Oh, we already said somebody already said Thrones, but uh, Better Call Saul, man. 
It's just as slow what as break. What season are they on? They're in season five, four, four or four. five. Ooh, never mind. I gotta walk that back. I gotta walk that all the way back. What? What season are they in? Four. Ooh, never mind. I take it back. Cause I was about to say I was about to say Better Call Saul was fucking with it, but the fact that they're in season four already, and it's as slow as it is, um, cause Breaking Bad started off really slow. Is that they're stretching it? Not even that they're stretching it. It's it's just it's it's not it's not built around as much action as Breaking Bad eventually got to. But it's a pretty solid spinoff, though. Like when it comes, oh, it's, when it comes, I, when it comes it's, to there's not a there's not a spinoff fucking with got it, uh, got it, got it. Spin offs don't usually go in a great. Hi, direction. this is uh, Monty Draper in No IGLG Lex Push Maki. You are on the Meet the Brave podcast, sir. Yo, what it do? What it do? How you doing? How's everybody feeling right now? <laughs> Why you sound like a uh, a civil uh, rights uh, speech, nigga? What, what's up? Excuse me, my brother. Excuse me, my good brother. Mm-hmm. Just listen to J Electronica. <laughs> <laughs> they said you was over there just listening to J Electronica. Are you ready <laughs> for Jehovah's return? What's up with you, G? Chilling, bro. Chilling, man. Just wanted to see what's up with my people, man. Uh, recording right now. Say something for the people, then I'm gonna hit you back. All right. What's up, peoples? Oh. Gotta stay safe out there. <laughs> All right, bro. Hey, man, where my nigga at, bro? Yeah. Uh, he need to come back out, bro. This this verse so this free verse, him, man. This verse so hyphy. Free him. This verse is crazy. What's his name again? Uh, who is this? This is Q, and uh, nobody. His niggas ain't credited. There we go. Damn, that's the new wave. Um, all right. Before you change subject, okay. I still want to know what. Why was we about to say Better Call Saul? Nah, it's stupid now. Because y'all just ruined it for me. It's like Breaking Bad is only six seasons? Five. Five? Five. This shit is already near that. It's going to take them ten seasons to accomplish what Breaking Bad did. And That's why Breaking Bad is so so genius because of how short the seasons are. Better Call Saul is just a dope-ass story so far. Yeah, Breaking Bad, they did miss a beat on any one of the episodes to me. Oh, Westworld, I'm West fucking World's with Westworld. Dope. Yeah, Westworld is amazing. Okay, Actually, Westworld, I still judgment. need to watch season two to get you. Don't, you ain't, they're on season three, right? You don't fuck with Westworld? I just started fucking with it. Like, But you, but you fuck with it, though. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you, see, you good. You good. I'm watching it because everybody kept telling me to watch the shit. So once I found out... That's because they know you. Now I have to eat shrooms before I watch every episode. <laughs> and I got to take it apart that way. <laughs> so my whole dealing with this show... It's on some old other planet shit. <laughs> so I have to wait so I can see what ends up happening. And mm. I just got done with season one. Like okay. Yesterday. You know, season season one was nuts, but I, I haven't seen season two yet. So yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Like, I haven't they're, they're, they're on, on three. They're starting season three? They're three. Yeah. 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 I, haven't, I haven't watched two. And I'm, I haven't started I know three. what it... I'm, I'm two not was crazy? It. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm not going to do a spoiler, but I know... The dude's not there no more, but they're uh-uh. now they're surrounding it around the the one lady, right? They pivot. They Westworld pivots like like uh like when she came out of the. Oh, so it's not a complete deri- like a whole nother show type That's shit. The thing, like the, the payoff in season two was crazy. Got you, got you. Okay. Yeah. That was the FX, right? No, 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 AMC. 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 Okay, okay. That's, that's the thing that's crazy 
A, but AMC and FX operate on some whole other FFC regulations where they just be getting shit off. Like the Sons of Anarchy, what they were able to get away with on FX, um, Louis being on FX, um, AMC has Walking Dead and Breaking Bad, so they just doing they're doing some far Bro, out shit I'm on cable tell y'all, TV. I'm trying to tell y'all, watch Devs. It's on uh, it's on Hulu. I believe it might be a, it might be an FX show. I believe, but um, yeah, Devs is is crazy. It's the um, it's the creator of uh, Ex Machina. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now Ex Machina is. Still one of my one of the more underrated movies, and then that film score, bro. Like, I bought that record just to listen to that film score over and over and over again. Can we see the quiet place? No. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Crazy. You haven't seen the quiet place? I have not. Yeah, because they have to they have to lean on music in that one. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, let me see. Let me see. Oh, that's what I was getting to. We do. We do. We cover music. So I'm, I, it makes me proud of the show. Um, music, music means something hella specific, and holds a particular space. And the music that that can touch you and change your life in a powerful way is like it exists. But those type of records stand on their own. Um, to Pimp a Butterfly, if, let's go current records for me that have done that. To Pimp a Butterfly. Um, is one of those that just kind of stopped time for me. Um, uh, Twisted Dark stopped time for me. It just created these different worlds. Um, Astral World did that. Uh, Drake's Take Care did that. Um, Scorpion? Nah, Scorpion didn't do that for me. You almost got me. Uh, Scissors Control did that. Um, then there's a, there's those, and then it's a whole nother gear of like another world, like love below type shit, uh, channel love below channel orange. I would actually put to pimple butterfly up there with, with those that it's not, it's not down there with, with, and Dan, Dan actually is for sure. Dan actually is now too, but channel orange is one of those records that when it came out, I didn't play nothing else for damn probably now. like six like six months. Yeah, when damn dropped, nigga, that stopped time. No, da- no, 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 no. Damn stopped time, but I'm talking about like where you just kept listening to like not turning it off. Got it. And yeah, damn was one of those you just had to hear once. You was like, fuck. Like uh, that's what I and that's exactly and what I said. Came I said, back to it. I said, like, oh, shit, I, fu- I said, fuck. It was so much in damn that I didn't understand. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite and it just like it kept going over my head, and I kind of pride myself on being able to get it in the first listen. I'm happy to admit that I that shit, it was too much, bro. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And it's, bro, and it's clean. Yeah. It's clean. Yeah, we're crazy clean. In a space where everybody's trying to, we just talked about it, the slump and trying to recreate the Dilla shit. Nah, it has the it has the cleanliness of To Pimp a Butterfly. Yet To Pimp a Butterfly feels like jazz. It feels like it feels like a genre that exists already. I don't know what damn is. I still don't know what those sound some of those sounds are. Like I I still listen to those records and go, what the hell is happening right now? Channel Orange has this nostalgic feeling where it 
feels like some Stevie Wonder shit, but it also feels like a whole nother different world to me. Um, Gambino, discography-wise, has continuously made these different worlds. Nigga, that shit he dropped last weekend? Oh, my God. And the quid quitty salute to quitty because quitty's really good about just being on top of shit. Like yo, is this, Gambino, what, is this what he had on the on his website or on the website? Yeah, this is when he put on the website, then took it down, and then now it's up on the other DSPs. Oh, okay, I got it. I got it. Um, and it's and so everybody was trying to feel like figure out where the feels like summer shit was gonna exist. It's like because it's on the EP, but it ain't really, and it was such a fire song. But we talking about almost two summers ago for that song, right? Or one summer? Two. It's two summers. Yeah. So a single a single rocked for two summers and it appears on this album and where it appears in the in the play in the in the track list, oh it it provides so much context to what he was experimenting with sonically in that space. I can't wait to I hope he does interviews about this record. Um because it's that special. It's that fearless and and we're talking about the partnership with he and Ludwig is is one of the more incredible things too just because of how Ludwig accepts the challenge of making specific type shit right so when he got the call from from TDE about the Black Panther shit he went oh it's ba- it's it, afrobeat like african music Ludwig packed him and his wife up and just moved to Africa to study for real and i'm just like nigga what like who and so wherever wherever whatever part of the world they were on making this new Vino record. I, everybody should just go there and just and get some of that, because it, it's. I keep me and we're talking about it this morning, how much fandom and inspiration can inform your own creativity, and in this Gambino record, I hear Outkast, I hear Prince, I hear Stevie Dan, I hear the Beatles, I hear Kendrick, I I I, I hear all these different worlds. I hear I hear Parliament. I hear uh, like gap band harmonies and shit, and I'm just like, I, dog, like I, I was stuck, and that lost feeling I was talking about earlier in the show, it all went away. And I know that's not everyone's connection to art, but it, it's it's mine, and I'm so glad that we have a platform to sort of talk about that, because there are people and and entities that are out here channeling like that to really, really just share an experience, like an honest, bare-bone experience. Bro, that shit was hitting, like, the. I listened to it in, in AirPods, I listened to it on the phone speaker, and then I put it on the speakers in the room and just wanted to make sure I wasn't tripping. Like, like I wasn't, because in the headphones, nigga, I kept turning it off to make sure what nobody fought, because I was walking Maki last night. I was like, yo, somebody following me? Cause it's these little voices in, in there and you just like, bro, this shit is trippy. And I don't know how long it's been since I've had an experience like that with an album. And <laughs> it were, I then immediately I wanted to share that, that thought and that feeling with the world. And I sat with it hella long before I pressed sin. Cause I was like, why? <laughs> why, why? Like it'll find who it's supposed to find. But then I was I woke up this morning ultimately glad that I did because so many people responded by thank you. Like thank you in all caps. Like they I posted it because I put it up at like probably like one thirty or some shit. Pretty pre- fairly late last night this morning. 
And so many people responded like, like, yo, thank you. I needed that shit. And I was like, damn, art really does have that impact. Whenever L shares something, I'm like, bro, I need the, I keep going back to the cold shit. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm bugging for your eyes only had yes. that impact on me fairly recent. And it was because of how much I dismissed that record. Like I completely dismissed for your eyes only um, my own bias with Cole. Um, I would, I was just in a really strange space and L on a random Saturday, the, that album was probably a year and a half old goes, this is hitting hard today. And I went, huh, I ain't even listened to this and went, Oh, for your eyes only makes sense because when you've had that, when you've had much, as much success as them, you kind of get to see who's there because they want to be there and you see who's there because they supposed to be there and they got to have some, they got to have some sort of hot take or something to say. They just there to say that they were there. And I love the fact that artists that are of that stature are going, fuck casting a general net. I'm going to shrink it down make it boutique specific to weed out all the weirdos that ain't, that ain't here to just enjoy shit. They here just cause they think they are supposed to be here. If you don't like for your eyes only, bro, it's something wrong with they you. Just here to critique, bro. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't like for your eyes only, it's you going through something that won't allow you to receive how beautiful of an album that is. Fuck bias. Fuck with your taste. Every, oh, it's subjective. No, it's something wrong with you. I can say that definitively. This Gambino record, if you're going through something, turn it on. And, and I, t- I texted to the homie last night. I was like, turn it on, put it on repeat, and heal to it. Because it's somebody I knew was going through some shit. And that record, like, oh, my gosh. And the con- the, the idea about the music industry and music, I don't want to hear none of that shit, dog. Because over the last decade, some of the greatest albums ever have been made. Hmm ever have been made over this last decade. So music ain't dead. Hip-hop ain't dead. R&B and soul ain't dead. Jazz ain't dead. Ain't none of that shit dead. It's just new, and we have a really hard time with appreciating shit in real time. And so I don't want it to be lost on me and the people who, who trust my taste on any level. Like, yo, please stop whatever you're doing and turn that record on and just and heal to that shit. Because I, I, you know what I get jealous about? I get jealous about um, something like getting to hear what's going on in real time. Because I listen, I listen to that record still and get like, like start to feel shit. Whenever that album comes on, because I'm like, nigga, this the, is it the same song for the whole album? <laughs> and it's just like interpretations of the same. Like they just they just jammed on the same chords for a session. Like how that song, how that album was written, how it was produced, and how how it almost didn't come out is such a beautiful story. And it's one of the most one of the most amazing albums ever. Same thing with Off the Wall and Thriller, for that matter. People debate back and forth, but. What was that song when Marvin Gaye was singing while he was laying on the couch? It's from the What's Going On sessions, bro. <laughs> Not from the sessions, from the from the rehearsals, but this nigga's just yeah. laying on the couch. Just those those Over pictures. Belton, though, bro. Like Come that on, shit man. was. Yeah. You know, and so I I I wanted to I last night I texted you what did I say last night, G is like, it's just, it's out of this world, and I wanted to I wanted to I couldn't wait to today to come talk about that because it reminds me of elementary and middle school and high school when 
when Get Rich or Die Trying came out, nigga, like, I just, I, it was one of the more bonding times in school because it was like, everybody fucked with that record. On a field trip? Yeah, You, it stopped. It stopped time. Like in the parking lot, bro. Yeah. Like, literally, was nothing there for like, like a fifty foot radius. And I'm just standing there. And I'm listening to. Uh, I think it was. Uh, it wasn't even like. Uh, like one of the the. It's one of the B sides. Yeah. yeah. It was like you're not writing here or some shit. Now I don't. Not I can't. Right, what album has better B sides than Get Rich or Die Trying? What up, gangster? Like everybody knows that song. That's the one with uh, Heat, right? Yeah, heat, yes. Yeah. Heat that, is... That was my shit. <laughs> See? Who just randomly goes, Heat was my shit off Get Rich or Die Trying? I, 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 every- I don't even do licks and I was in that motherfucker <laughs> like, nigga, let's do it, bro. Huh? Yeah, Heat is towards the end. Like, yeah, Heat is yeah, towards the end, yeah. Bruh. That, it, but the, but uh, see, that and that's the shit that just makes it all so magical. Um, the fact that people can... Collective and and that that's the other part too. Like I'm, I can't wait to see the liner notes for the Gambino record. I know, I know, I think he's put them out, um, but I want to read them to see how many people worked on this album. Oh yeah, he did. Each song has like like fifteen people. Jesus Christ. This is another thing, like it lets you know that it's a project that he worked on for a few years. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but he always goes away, you know and. It, it it's a it's a luxury it's a luxury and a privilege and you 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 dot does it cole does it but but they also they also aren't subscribing to that idea that i need to be lit sean does it uh they also aren't subscribing to that idea that notion that i gotta be lit and be in your face all the time but he goes away he, he does his solos he goes away Bro, Drake is away right now. Yeah, but we but we talking about him. that nigga be in his house, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he got a big ass house. Bro, what he did that he did that song from the house, bro. That shit was hilarious. Bro, man. life is good. I can't stop listening to that song. Nah, you, I can't turn that shit off. You know what I'm saying? So it's all I, all that to say, there's really really incredible art being made right now. Um, we talked about White Shalombo. Day. You fucking sicko, Mo Green. Salute to Mo Green. Mo Green goes. I fuck with L because I be in the gym on the same shit. I was like, all you niggas are crazy. Working out to Janae is some sick shit, bro. (laughs) I I stand by that. And you guys got a whole different level of sicko mode. Hey, man, I like to I like to have both. Okay, you're a serial killer, too. It's y'all. It's it's all a collective trader. Like, bro, y'all not in here working out the R&B. I like to have both both perspectives. And it's not even R&B. It's uh, it's chill. It's chill. Chill wave. Yeah. Chill working out the chill wave is crazy. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Should I work out to like her yoga shit? Like where you get just okay. like the now you fucking like now you fucking with me. Huh? Now you fucking with me. All right, bro, bro, I take an album when I work out. Yeah. No, no, no. Facts. No, no, no. Facts. Me too. Me too. But 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 yeah, it's other shit that drop that y'all could y'all could listen to that when you cook when you cook it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all could totally consume that on a different level. 
um, what are we, G? What any anything from um, from your rundown that which you absolutely wanted to get to? Nah, uh, Toxic Mike dropped uh, one of his personalities. Oh, oh, ty- oh, yeah, Weekend. So we got a running thing where Weekend is toxic, a toxic Michael Jackson. This oh, L's theory. Absolutely. You rolling? So one of his personalities dropped. Y'all fuck with it? <sighs> to me, this is just me. I haven't heard a, a bad thing come from Weekend. Weekend's least critically received album is my favorite of his. No, nah, the, but, uh, the one where he created that like Asian atmosphere. Yeah, to that's it's one of my favorite listening experiences I've ever had. I forgot what it's called, but that is a great. Oh, what is that album called? N- Starboy is on. No, no, no. It's the one before Starboy. Yeah, it's before. It's before that one too. It was before uh, the dark one he did. That was the one right after he dropped. What's the, after Hills Have Eyes? Trilogy. What's before trilogy? So, so, it's, so yeah. It's re- whatever was right after trilogy. Then yeah, it's the one we, right after trilogy. What do we know? What that is? I'm about to find it. Real quick. Okay. But whatever. Whatever was right after trilogy, I thought was amazing. No, that shit was great. And everybody was like, "This is his worst body of work." And I was like, "This shit's." I, I just because I had never heard no shit like that. Like, even uh, Kissland. Yeah, nigga. That shit, because I had never heard nothing like that. And I got I got this real, I got this thing about shit, like people putting me, like being put on shit and being exposed to things that I had never heard before, that I immediately give it a, oh, you doing that, G. Because I, se- I ain't never seen nobody do it before. So to be the first, it's something about being the first one to do some shit. That is so impossible to me that I I go, yeah, you got it. Because I just don't know how the fuck you arrived at trying some shit like this. Yeah. You know, it just it's just, it's such a specific sort of just like feat. And it's the challenges thing. Maybe that's what it is. It's like you setting up some challenges for yourself and you go achieve the shit. Mm-hmm. The Gambino shit. It, I've never heard nothing like that before. The There's a song... The halfway mark, they flip into some trap shit. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! And it's clear it's clear that they were fucking with a real eight oh eight machine or some sort of some sort of drum programmer where the sequencing is impossible to duplicate because some of them drum sequences that they get in in some of those songs are just like, bro, you can't, you humanly can't come up with this shit hmm. unless you tinkering with a machine that you could eventually find it a mod some sort of modulator. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. That, to back to my point, niggas is, is doing shit I've never heard before. It don't sound like nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, I don't know if I'm the right person to judge Weekend specifically. Because he, he ain't made nothing bad to me. But it sounds like you're almost, like, it's almost saying Gambino. Like, like, I, like, you know how much of a music snob I am? Like, I literally heard it and, like, instantly wanted to make something like that. You know? So it's like, to me, that's like the... The, the measuring the stick. The flattering thing you can give to a piece of work. Inspiring. Yeah, that the new weekend. Talk, shout out to Toxic Mike. What's it? What's it called? Uh, After Hours. Jesus. By the way, that title track is amazing. Yeah, but uh, like yeah, like af- After Hours is crazy. Yeah. Like that's that song is nuts. But um, yeah, I think it's something that everybody's gonna have to sit on. This isn't one that you critique 
the weekend of, uh, no pun intended, but they do though. They're no, going to. No, you you have to. They're I mean, going I mean, to. People have to because, especially because people have nothing better to do right now. So you have to critique it right now. But um, it's something that's going to grow. It's going to grow its own legs. But I do like that he was fully committed to this particular character. I'm just trying to look at the. Uh, I'm trying to. It remind. That's what. That's what the the side by side him and Bino remind me of. Of like the commitment to. The concept, right, 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 right. and and I maybe maybe that's what's uh, maybe that's why Kendrick stands out because hmm. uh, even even as back as as like OD like the Kendrick Lamar EP and OD there's a commitment to a character mm-hmm. and the narrative of the thread that's in that's through the entire album that creates a an, a cohesive listening experience and weekend kiss I think that's what Kissland what Kissland was so dope but like there was yeah. it was like a oh, cur- yeah. character being created and um after hours there's a theme that's set from beginning and runs through end and so there's a beginning middle and end Mm -hmm. you know and and the Beano record and it's not and i think when people hear that it sounds like it's being set up or it's an intentional or it's the toy lanes type shit where it's blatant it's like no 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 there's just a thread and a wave that niggas rode to help tell the story that make it that make it an experience like thriller there's a theme you know, I don't know. That's yeah, no, just how I, I think of it. No, I definitely, I definitely agree. I think, um, and Paul brought this to my attention too, uh, that it may be playing off of. Uh, I didn't even watch this film, but uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, uh, huh? Yes, I need to go watch it to even get an idea of that. But like, I think it that that's pretty interesting if that has anything like any any connection with that album or whatever. But hey, I fuck with it. But then again, Weekend can't really do wrong in my book. Why is that? What what got weak into that place where he can't do any wrong? Because oh, he's nigga, the, the first the the trilogy, bro. The first the first it is three, a trilogy. the first three mixtapes that he did They're before perfection. it became trilogy. Their perfection was yeah. like enough of a was enough of a consumer like n- enough consistency to the consumer on a sound that is after that everything else just was uh, adaptation that grew from there. So like he can go into whatever world he wants to go into, and he will still get that exact same, um, I guess, support from the fan base. Nah, it's the people that enter in that space where they just because of what you delivered, you get a fair shot every time. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a hard it's a really hard thing to accomplish to 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 have a flawless discography, um, no matter what genre you're in, um, but specifically, I mean also when you're when you're Mike 2.0, Mike reincarnated, then you get that oh, you know yeah. it's just continuation continuation of Mike's career too far you just gotta go too you know far you, you just, just continue Mike's career but just give us like all the shit that Mike couldn't say because he didn't have a childhood. Then you can definitely just like <laughs> wait. So weekend, so weekend is a cultured Michael Jackson. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, <laughs> you're a sicko. We gonna get they gonna take this show off air with the Michael Jackson slander. <laughs> you gotta stop, man. What are you saying? If you could dance like Chris Brown, he would have a fair argument. Yeah, if weekend could. Yeah. But then that does a, weekend do like choreography and shit? Is he pretty stiff? He does like um, he does like Neo. Well, no, it's messed up, though. I think I can answer why Weekend doesn't dance. Because since he's so toxic, he chose to do drugs. 
fucking step dance. Bro, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Y'all got to stop. No, no, Y'all got to no, stop. No, real life, real life. Because <laughs> it's, it's one or the other. You it's not both. Nah, according because, because, according no, to because what happened? Hey. No, if if you if you go back to the if you go back to the episode in um in Rick and Morty when they when they separated the two, the toxic side was able to get like all like the real like deep talent part. I mean like the you know the the darker part of the talent, and then what was left behind was like all the happy go lucky shit. When you happy go lucky, you be dancing your ass off. So Mike was out here dancing his ass off, but slowly, Mike was slowly, on dope, bro. What are y'all talking but about? Mike, but Mike slowly but surely started losing his voice, right? And where you think his voice went? Toxic Mike. Toxic Mike. <laughs> I'm done with you niggas, bro. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I never been more dead in my life. You feel me? You feel I've me? never been more Come dead on, in my bro. life. Tell me what y'all what y'all y'all got anything else? What we missing? Uh No, we talked about this shit last week. You want me to go back to it? Oh, I was. I was. Oh, it's too late in the show now. He's not going to answer the phone. Let's see. Should I set it? Should I set it up in any way? Damn, he's not going to answer though. Oh shit! You did answer, bro. <laughs> you, not much. You're on the. You're on the podcast. Don't say anything incriminating. I'm on the podcast right now. Right now. Oh shit! All right, hold on. Let me, let me turn my TV off, man. <laughs> this is this is this is Monty Draper in in no IGLG calling from the Meet the Brave podcast. We have legendary locksmith on the line. Welcome. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, I got you, bro. What's up with it, bro? Nah, we had we. I just I had to call because we was get, about to get back into a written testimony. We talked about it last week. Um, uh-huh. but it's not we. You just you you were the you were one of the few people that I respect that went hey, but I agree with Joe. You cared. You care to. You care to clarify? I agree with some of the sentiment. I don't. I don't agree with some of the stuff. You know, like here's the here's the problem with what Joe said. Before I get into my opinion, <laughs> the problem with Joe said is the way he said it because he's doing it to get people's attention. You know what I mean? He's doing it kind of to troll, like Jay Z smacked Jay Electronica around. Jay Z did this. Jay, you know what I mean? So he's kind of like belittling Jay Electronica in a way. But then he's still saying Jay Electronica, I love you, and I listen to the album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Essentially, what he's saying is like Jay Z is just a better rapper, and it shows clearly on that album. And this is supposed to be Jay Electronica's debut album, so I really don't have no problem with that. Now I understand, but if I was Jay Electronica, I would have a problem with the way Joe's wording is. Basically, he's saying like, you know, he's kind of being disrespectful about it. You know what I mean? Then he's like, Jay Z slapped you around and blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is kind of disrespectful. Not um, the, the cult, that's just, so that that's the issue with Joe Joe Budden with mm-hmm. that. But I do share the sentiment as like, yo, this is your debut album, and every song is basically featuring Jay Z, which is no problem with that. I'm okay with that too. You know what I mean? Because I listen to the album, I like it. I've listened to it multiple times. 
you know, before we was on full lockdown, I, you know, I drove down to L.A., and I played it the whole way on repeat, and I was just listening to it. I loved the beat. I, I, I actually liked the beat. Um, how it's like, you know, like more old school. You know, more J Electronica, you know, I mean, type shit. Yeah. But I will say that um, Jay-Z is just, I mean, Jay-Z is just more advanced, more advanced of a rapper than J Electronica. I mean, I, I'm just, to be completely like, J Electronica is super dope. He has these esoteric, deep bars. But I feel like for your debut album, I do kind of feel like, you know, you, you only gave us, what, like nine verses? Ten verses. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is your debut album. So, Jay-Z is on basically every song, rapping on every song, at least except for like two. There's only nine actual rapping songs. So, let's just say seven of those songs, Jay Electronic is only doing one verse. So, that's seven verses. And then the other two, he's doing two verses. So, that's only nine verses in a whole album. And it's just like... If it's something that's super incredible, like, yo, these bars are so incredible. Like, I've heard better Jay Electronica. And to me, I do feel like he was leaning a little bit too much on, to me, it kind of, it was like a a Christian, it was like a, like a gospel, like a Christian album, except he's Muslim, or Black Nation Islam, a five percenter. So he was leaning a lot on, like, this is my testimony, Elijah Muhammad, Farrakhan. You know what I mean? So it was a lot of, which is okay, that's perfectly fine, but if you're only giving me nine verses and three of them, you know what I'm saying? And, like, 30% of those bars is just talking about, you know, Elijah Muhammad and Farrakhan, then it just kind of takes it, or Jay-Z did the same thing, but he did it in a fly way that was so dope and so lyrically tight to me. So that's why I got to take a few points away from Jay Electronica as far as, like, from the MC standpoint, like, yo, that's incredible. That's just my opinion. I got you. I got you. My, I was So for me, and the only reason I wanted to call you because because you're you, and where, where we where we hold you in regards, you got a whole different outlook. So, but for me, as a couple of questions, clarifying questions though, are you are you holding on to the debut album, the the word the word or the idea like his debut album, and and what was your your meter prior to this release for JLEC? Were you checking for him? How much how much how much of the shit had you consumed up until this point? So Jay Electronica, I loved the first, like his first collection of songs that came out, what was it, like 2009 or 2008 mm, or, mm, not, I, yeah. I don't know, whenever that was. Nah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine, like I like that um, Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, when he was rapping over okay, all like yeah. different beats from the score and all, I thought that shit was incredible. I played that mixtape when he was rapping over those Jay Dilla instrumentals. Oh, so you're qualified. You know okay, yeah, you're qual- you you speaking differently. Yeah, okay. Come on, come on. Okay. Come on, man. Of I, course. I know, so, I know. I had to, I just had so to make I, sure. I love Jay. So, I mean, honestly, Exhibit C wasn't even, I mean, I thought Exhibit C was dope, but, you know what I mean? I was like, more. I, I was more on that, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm going to turn to a Protestant Christian, Muslim, Buddha <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? I loved all that. I was like, yo, I, because he was rapping like old school, but he was doing it in a new way. So I was oh, like, damn, this, and, it, and it inspired me because I was just like, damn, he's using Willy Wonka samples and all this kind of stuff. I was like, that means that really inspired me when I did my Labyrinth mixtape. I was like, man, I can use whatever I want. I don't have to follow what everybody else is doing. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, you know why, you know why I'm trash, though? Cause I had, I had big smoke. I had big smoke for you, and now you just completely killed my whole shit, bro. <laughs> what you talking about? 
Man, not nah, cause <laughs> now, now now it feels goofy when you say it. But my beef with Joe, my beef with Joe is that he genuinely ain't listening to the shit. So he ain't he ain't been checking for him. So his the context in which he was pulling I, from I was, don't th- I don't think so. I think Joe told what do you mean? Joe told me listen to jail. I don't think what are you I don't, talking about? the 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 beef with the beef with Joe, bro, is every time I listen and he has a take on something, it'd be so it'd be so uninformed. Like his the, the system, like, this is what Joe was saying. Jay Electronic, I'm just this is I'm just gonna give you my I'm just gonna take the filter off, all right? I'm just gonna be honest with you. Jay Electronica is a very dope poetic MC. But Jay Electronica is no MC is afraid of Jay Electronica. Like nobody like if I'm on a song with Jay Electronica, I'm not about to be like what? oh shit, because Jay Electronica is very But Locke, why is that like limited why is that why is that still the meter in which we live by for, for hip hop? To be a, well, to be afraid of who you on a record with. Let me explain to you. Let me explain to you. Let me give you the whole thing. Gotcha. Because not everybody's gonna be like that. You're perfectly right. Like Jay Electronica, like when you're alone and you're doing your own thing. But the problem is, is Jay Electronica to me in this album is lacking a lot of things. He's lacking in flow. We already know that Jay, like he kind of raps off beat, on beat, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying he's not like he's not about to like you know do all these different kind of flows. It's pretty much a linear flow, and that's fine. And I like that. And Jay Z is kind of like that. But Jay Z, the problem is, is when you're rapping next to Jay Z, you gotta step it up. You can't just you gotta give your A game. And I don't feel like that was Jay Electronica's A game. I've heard him rap better. How and do I've we? I've heard him have deeper, more meaningful, poetic bars. And when you're rapping next to Jay Z. You can't. He can't really do what Jay Z do. So you got to be the best you. And he wasn't really doing that. How do we? Like, oh, okay. This is good enough just to get a, get by. How do we get past the point? The, the how do we completely look past the other the, the ops? Just flipping that on its head, right? Like, Hove Hove's never rapped like that. Like we we've never we've never heard Hove like that. So why isn't that the measuring stick of like yo? This nigga got him, got Hove in a whole nother bag. Why isn't that the measuring stick he, of cool? He didn't, to me, he didn't have Hove in a whole nother bag. He had Hove, he didn't have Hove in it. Hove was doing Hove. He was just, he was just exploring, he was just, I've heard Hove say a lot of those same things. He just went in a little bit more depth because he was more in that, because he was more in that realm where he could do that. But I've heard Hove rap about that. I mean, if you listen to that Magna Carta, he was talking a lot of that kind of shit. He was talking that 5% of shit. He was talking, he's talked about that on uh, on other stuff. So it's just like, that just, to me, it just shows the diversity of what Jay-Z can do as a rapper. And that's dope. Whereas it's like, Jay Electronica, you just got to step it up, bro. You rapping with Jay-Z, you got to step it up. And to me as an MC, it's not all about competitiveness. But when it's when when the margin is so great to me, it's just kind of like it kind of makes me think a little bit. Now it doesn't make me not enjoy the album because I enjoy. I'm it's really the only thing I've been listening to. You know what yeah. I mean? That's came out lately. So it's not that I don't enjoy it, but a large part of why I enjoy it is because of Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like when I heard Watch the Throne, it's like I got some of what Kanye did. And at first, when I first heard Watch the Throne, I was like, man, Kanye is kind of cooking Jay Z. But then as I got over time, I was like, nah, Jay-Z is a way better rapper. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, once you, once you like live with it for a while, whereas with Jay Electronica, it's just like, Elijah Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad, Farrakhan, Farrakhan. And this is coming from a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, I, I think, dude, I like, think, I think that's exactly why your, your take and the, and the, cla- the clarity of it is, is resonating way different than, than Joe. You speak, you're speaking from a, an informed place. And I, st- I stand on that because of 
again, I just telling the homies here on the show, listening to the to the Joe podcast since the since literally since the beginning of it, how many things Bruz had to backtrack just because he wasn't informed and just jumping out the window on shit. You know what well, I'm saying? Assuming he's not informed. I'm, no, I'm, you was about to assume I wasn't informed. No, that's a, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's why I'm saying I'm listening. I'm listening to you now, but I'm going. I'm going based off of based off of history of the show. His Tyler, his Tyler take, his Big Sean take, like all this, all this shit about the people who've been doing, like doing the work that he's to, that he speaks of and that he wants to do has just been off the walls. Like, bro, how are, how are you getting that? From with, without any you that wouldn't be the that wouldn't be what you pull if you had context and so my my shit with the JLX shit it even even for you is like how how was the God talk too much and that's that's Eternal Sunshine that's Exhibit C that's Exhibit A that's everything we got nah, up until this point nah 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 no Exhibit A and Exhibit C is better than any. It's just way better, bro. It's be, it's, it's be, better, 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 but I'm still better. I'm talking content. I'm talking content. You talking pocket? I'm talking content. No. no, the content was better. It was more, bro. I'm I'm just telling. This is just my opinion. To me, the content was better. It just had more layers. Whereas this stuff was just kind of just like it's a few like layer stuff, but most of it is kind of. It's kind of like filler Nation of Islam talk. It's like filler Nation of Islam talk. Like, I'm not even, I'm, not, I'm just being honest, man. And I, I love Jay Electronica. And if, if somehow he hears this, I'm not saying it in a disrespectful way. I've done shows with him, opened up. I know Yassine. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying that, as just from a critiquing standpoint, I've heard him use, do some of the same things better. And that's okay. People can say the same thing about me or the things that I've done because as an artist, you're going to repeat yourself time. And I just feel like that ain't it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like it was just that ain't it. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. It's good. To it, but that ain't it, dog. Now, Jay-Z sounds sharp. See, and, <laughs> you know and, and that's, and I, I guess that's where, where I'm, where I'm at is like, I don't, I don't know because we've seen it, right? We've seen the attempt at collabs and being in rooms. I feel like peep. I feel like people bring the best out of people. And if you, if if it's my debut, it's not a, it's not a single one of us, bro. That that a debut or a release of that magnitude. That's like, nigga, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna not have hove on every song if that nigga in the room with me and he want to be on every song like that. That's an honor and a stamp beyond it beyond anything. And then and then to have him show show his ass. Because he knows it, it's there's some part of the competitive competitiveness that's like, yo, I'm on this. I gotta show out for real, like and come and come bring your a game. That's a stamp. That's that, that, but that's, that's Jay Z. What about Jay Lex? Like, bro, you haven't. We haven't heard nothing in ten years of the full body of work, and it's just like you just gotta come. I'm just saying, man, it's a good project. I fuck with it. I listen to it. You know what I mean? But it does not. It does not move Jay Electronica. In, he does not move in my pantheon of of rappers. He does not move. He is where he is. It didn't lower him. It just kind of stuck where I where I thought he was. He's just right where he's at. It didn't be like, yo, he just went up a level. Did you hear Jay Elect? It was just like, oh, okay, hold. He's just like, damn, man, this nigga's 50 years old. He's still spitting better than, than, than everybody. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think Jay Elect is playing on rapping anymore. To Jay Lech. That just gives more credit to hold and Jay Elect. You know what I mean? I'm going to bump the album. You know, it's all good. No, that's a fact. What do you, uh, before before we let you go, bro? What are you What are you working on? Oh, I got hell of shit, man. <laughs> um, I just been uh, I just you know, I just been just thinking about what I want to release it, and what I want to do. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, this whole Corona shit kind of might be a good time to release music because everybody's just sitting at home in front of their computer or in front of their phone. You know what I mean? That's a that's a so that's another topic where the it's a, it's a, it's the perfect climate, but for the particular type of artist and you in as a as a fan, this is a fan speaking. You offer it's a lot. It's a lot more. It's a lot harder to just listen to your shit passively, right? Like you need to spend time with it, and mm-hmm. and so climate wise, for a particular type of artist, I think for you, it makes sense. But for a lot of these niggas that don't have no no depth, nigga, I don't. I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. You you talking about turning up and partying right now? It may seem a little inappropriate. <laughs> Jesus, not. Nah, bro, I, pre- I appreciate you. I, to- I told you uh, when you hit when you hit me on the DM, I was like, I I come on the pod, and I was like, I, I told, I was like, I'm gonna hit lock, see if he answers. I was like, this nigga ain't gonna answer. And sure enough, your ass answered the phone. So I appreciate you, bro. Nah, it's all good, my dude. We'll, we'll, uh, I need, we need to holler anyway, at, uh, you know, outside of this. Bet. All right, my brother. Ah. Man, see that be my problem with niggas. Nah, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga had him on the phone and had had none of that smoke. Nah, see the fuck. Now I'm irritated because I feel like I just got signed on my own show. Now I'm frustrated. Um, I still disagree. I think you disagree because you love him. Because I love Jalek. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he said everything you were saying. Yeah, he just said it better because he graduated from Berkeley like every day. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't shit on the UCs like that. Don't do that. Talking about JLX? Yeah, like, uh-huh. you, you, like rapping, I realized I realize this by taking like vocal classes and like trying to become like a singer. Rapping is just as hard as singing. It, but it's different because like the way like that one song with, with Drake is like, I forgot what song, but he's like pronouncing the word two, but he's saying like cool. Like doing like little, int- like the, his intonations or his cadences. Drake has a lot of cadences. People say like he's by himself, but it's not easy to like do things so genuinely not, okay let me stop because you you off mic and you about to go you about to get really in depth my that's my whatever lock just said what what you about to say with what joe budden was talking about all these technical niggas fuck all that bro just go make music go just go make music and make some shit that stopped the world just go do that and then talk to me about all your techniques i don't care I personally don't care. Not, and that, that may be a JLX bias. I don't have shit to do with JLX. I'm just from a different school where if me and this nigga in the gym n- together and I make and, and this nigga he getting his bag, that's just that's just that's just a sign of respect to me. Right. That's a sign of respect to me. And I can't get past that. We and like, I've heard okay. he's heard Jay like, nigga, you ain't heard Jay rap like that, nigga. I mean, it's ma- it, but but how many but how many I remember when Locke was like I don't really fuck with Magna Carta like that so which one that's what I'm saying which one is it but that's the thing bro like we as, like okay Paper Butterfly right um I remember when the album came out we had a conversation I was like man I was expecting something different right as a fan I was because especially from um from uh, Good Kid Good Kid right yeah. like especially Sonic because he went so live instruments with it and at the time period of when music was coming out but that album 
then when you put out Damn, it puts Kendrick in this sphere of like, yo, there's never like, like I love Drake because to me he's the most like impeccable pop act rappers ever produced, and that's hard. Yeah. Like, cause people fall off music because of their ego and the fact that he's never like gotten in his own way. Yeah. He's just getting bigger and bigger. No rapper ever did that. Yeah. Like, and I'm someone that always says like I'm not a Drake fan of his music, but I am in awe of what he's accomplished. Right? Yeah. And he makes great music. It's just like it's just not for me. Kendrick has done something by trying to not even look at radio at all. Gotcha. Childish has done that, right? Weekend's got like the conversation y'all were having. Weekend's got like the reason why they have their it's like it's like that marginal growth, right? You have your first dose of some and then like every time you, you take another dose, how, how what's the value of each listener, right? Like Pimpin' Butterfly, damn. They every time it's like their margin grows and that's not what usually happens when you're consuming content in general. That's what makes them special, right? And when you look at someone like Jay Electronica, he's kind of put himself, even take away technicality and everything away from it, right? The way his career released yeah. and the release happened so long after, it's like you set an uh, expectation. It's like, I'll use another example. The first Avatar movie that came out in 09, I loved it. And everybody loved it. Why? Because of the whole visuals, right? Bro, I was too broke to afford a movie ticket. I saw that shit like on my 13-inch laptop over like a pirated screen. Like, he's someone filming a movie theater, right? I love that movie for what it was. That Avatar 2 is never going to live up to that. Because it was, like, what? A decade too late? That's such, that's just a wild statement to make. Like, it, something, like, expect just expectations in general. And then expectations from people who wasn't checking for this shit like that either. Locke just proved that theory wrong completely. So, I'm not, this isn't in reference to him. Because I, I just knew. Uh, Jay Elect wasn't on that nigga's radar and this nigga just wrapped the whole first four bars of Eternal Sunshine so that's yeah, some fan. yeah so he's a fan so he's he's speaking from a different place um, and perhaps Joe is too and so I, I we talk about this shit all the time man enough to walk it back I just for whatever reason my brain can't cannot get past someone delivering stop, like causing this ruckus delivering something so special and the niggas who claim to care about the the pre, the preservation of culture, having something bad to say about one of Hove's best performances ever, and the evolution in the in the man that he is, and you know what's, you know what's so special about you, bro? You're able to consume stuff in a vacuum. Like I'm not able to do that. Like like I don't even know what that means. Like you literally like I don't know this is about you like forever like if anything movies whatever right like you literally digest that thing for what it is without like having the input of expectations the history of the artist why don't why don't what's wrong what's is that a is that bad am i not supposed to do that that's rare bro what that's a gift like i wish i could consume shit like that like i wish i wish we did because then because then i'm then i feel confused when i'm like excited about shit i'm like nigga the gambino shit like i genuinely like i almost didn't post that shit because that's what I, that's why we're doing the show. Because what you're saying about the fact, like, like, yeah, Jay has said that content, but he hasn't rapped with that technique ever. Ever. And when and when you say like, yo, he would to assume that him being in the room with Jay Electronic and him showing off is like a sign of respect is probably true, right? I don't I don't know how that goes any other way. Because I'm not going I'm not going to send you like if if 
you send me a verse and it's like that, I'm like, nigga, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to get in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fetal position, nigga. What, nigga? Yeah. This is what you sending me? Now I got to rap for real? Yeah. You know, nah, but shout out, bruh. And we should, I probably should have prefaced it, calling lock and what lock means to, to me. I, we were talking about that shit before you got here. Like, Lock played soldiers for crying out loud. The team Lock was probably a few teams before you guys, uh, maybe not that many actually, but the team before you, um, and then El Cerrito, like watching those games, and then a few years later to hear that nigga battling on the radio, bro, and eating niggas, and then uh, we're talking about the the Lock disaster battle. I've never commented publicly on that battle because I don't watch battle battles enough to know, but I like. And I know Disaster is a legend in the battle world, but that shit don't move my radar at all. But I, but I watched that going. Locks eating this nigga. So, but I, I didn't, I didn't know if that was my bias. And then Push comes today, and he was like, Nah, bro, he he destroyed that. <laughs> That's crazy. There's no other rapper that has his, that those credentials because he he knows he he is such like a well-rounded like mind. Yeah. That like like the Pat stays the fucking um, uh, thesauruses of like the King of the Dot to like freaking Sue Surf to uh, even like um, um, Tate like the, the Tate Rocket yeah Rock and all them fucking like bro he is an elite MC in every facet of where MC can be. Yeah, and that's and that's the shit about Locke. Like, I don't like not to. Like, we we gonna get off the shit and get out got out of here. But having like, it's hard. It's hard not to fight for niggas like that, um, and not comparing. I don't, I don't have a relationship with Jaylek like I do with Locke. But if Lock if Locke's like major label release had Hove on nine of the tracks, nigga, I would be standing on. I'd be standing on the couch arguing with niggas about this being the greatest thing ever and the reason Hove is rapping so good is because my nigga is in the room with him. Real, bro. If, if, if Locksmith and Jay-Z are in a room together, like, to be perfectly honest, it, it would probably look like fucking Renegade for a whole album. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a, f- a fucking fact. You know what I mean? Cause like, but I think like, that's also why as an artist you personalize that uh, He about to say it. He about to say it. He about to Thank you, G. Go ahead. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you got got Maki started, man. <laughs> got shot, say shooting where we going. Come on, pop. Come on, come on. That's PTSD right there. <laughs> that nigga got up hella quick. <laughs> they shooting. Nigga know what's up. Nah, it, we when you, you you I think this is what you what you're about to say, G. And this is my point. Um, this is my point with Joe too. Um, because to me, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Joe. Joe is an elite MC. It's one of the best to ever do it. Um, discography to prove it. Uh, verses to prove it. Side by side performances. We've been on on records with the niggas and has outperformed them. So that those exist. And the same with Locke. And I automatically I automatically assume because of the because of the trajectory. And and Locke can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost certain that's when his DD one seven two situation was popping off was right around when Exhibit C dropped. So he was in New York fucking around the scene, got to see what was going on and everybody's bubbling around the same time. And here this nigga come with one song and break the internet talking about Jay Elect. 
And it's like, bruh, like we over here with bodies of work. This nigga got one song and y'all automatically crowning him the, the King Gold MC. Like, come on, man. And so it's this natural, this natural edge and this natural jealousy. Like, man, we gonna get the fuck out of here with that. And so I personally can't tell if that's what it is for both Locke and Joe, or if it's really they're just elite ass MCs that are going, nigga, that's just not a good performance. It's the latter. It's the latter? And I don't, I don't fuck with that. Like, God God bless his soul. Kobe's Kobe's critique and how he approached teammates in the early years didn't necessarily work out until until he until he, until until he developed a new sort of style with grooming. And so you get the Powell's and the Lamar's and the and, and the Ron's of that next run and the Shannon's that are like, oh, you've 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 changed your approach to us. And now you can get the best performance out of us as leaders. That's all. So. Which one? The, of him understanding like the, the, the team, how valuable team orientation is, and 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 all that. Like that comes with like turning. It's like you're not elite. It's like like Melo and 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 and, and Russ, right? You're not elite in the sense of the lexicon of what a team bas like a team oriented sport is. If you can't incorporate the pieces and make them greater, right? Similarly, like to make that analogy as like a, as a rapper, if you're not able to take what you Like having a feature from one of the greatest rappers ever and making him rap his ass off. Uh, I think y'all got Kobe a little wrong, bro. What, what's wrong? What we got wrong about Kobe? Y'all got Kobe a little wrong, bro. Kobe is by far like one of the most like narcissistic players that you can be. But that's only because of the amount of work that goes into his particular story and game. Fact. So when you're that intellectual, that much of a of a presence in your own, you don't see other people. On like especially on your team, yeah. so the whole idea that he started bringing people in, that wasn't out of like him wanting to do that. Like that was literally having another. Like you have to now go into another zone and put another chip on your shoulder and look at oh shit. Well, if Shaq's no longer here and Shaq has a title or Shaq is getting a title, then now I have to create this ba- this type of battle and like try to figure out, now I took that away from pushing that on my team and pushed it into another entity. Like that's the only way that he was able to do that. Uh, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. There's no other way that he was going to be able to pull that off. I think it's like, because I'm having a revelation on, about you in this because in, in it goes back like when we were talking about this earlier and I talked about the whole YouTube thing and the concept of narcissism. He's absolutely for most people that achieve like a, an elite status, it's through like this like I've invested so much time, I deserve something. Like you develop this narcissism, right? But someone like you on the other hand is equally invested just as much time, if not more. But you don't, your your ego doesn't grow like your spirit. You 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 your your mind is in such a way that you look at things from such a different way, bro. Like this, like this is why like Sue and like all those always been like, damn, like why don't you need to be a politician? Like because you have a leadership quality. I'm still trying to understand what he just said, though. About the Kobe thing? I mean, what he said I, made sense to me because when Kobe won the fifth one, the first thing he said was, like, man, I got one more year of Shaq. Right? He just, pa- he just passed the buck on to something else. Like, he just had to – he took it off of my teammates ain't shit. You, you, your talent is terrible. You're, 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 you're horrible. And when, like, it, took, it had to be something else happening where Shaq won another title. Without him, that narrative is something that Kobe wouldn't be able to sleep at night with. 
So that's where he's able to switch over. So talking, you, uh, talking bad oh, about your teammates. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. He just more than, to, he, he more just than, to, more than, more than, tell, more than knowing that my teammates ain't shit. Like, bro, y'all still ain't shit, but I'm not going to tell y'all to y'all face because I need y'all for right now. I got, I got, I see. I see. Videos, what did he tell Lamar and all of them after they lost in 08? He was like, man, you got to use your dark emotions and shit. I, I get what he, you guys he, he are saying. Kobe the situation. No, he's, he's still Kobe. Like, it's just that, that, that don't ever get it twisted. Like, it's not like he didn't start liking people. Nah, he still thought that y'all weren't up to his level or to his but, par, but, but he just changed, he just changed how he presented that to other people in order to get something from them. And then when he got that, it was like, all right, now y'all can go back to, y'all just can't keep up with me. So that n- neither, neither, n- neither, God bless his soul, um, neither Kobe or Michael has res- has directly expressed regret about that approach there and I could be I could be receiving this completely wrong so y'all feel free to jump in but when I watched the muse and when I watched Michael's Hall of Fame speech and and um Michael's Hall of Fame speech and uh the the um not the service. It's something else where Michael was speaking for a, a length, of, a lengthy period, but not the. Service. I still have it. I, um, maybe, but there is some, there's some, some shiftiness around. Like, like I, I won't even use Mike. I'll use Kobe for example. In the muse, it's like, yo, fam, I, I ain't, I didn't know how to make friends because there's a language barrier. We was moving all the time. All these different things that. It felt like in hindsight he he probably would have done a little different. Like he would have he would have found more of a balance for his that that ability that 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 gift of being able to lock in and fixate and have a chip on it because that I, that's got to be a gift. It's got to be. Oh, it definitely is. It, it completely is. But it, it but, fi- that, but it, that's a part that's a part of being that great though. Like I think I think we kind of get it confused like. There's more than one way to get to a goal. Got you. You know what I mean? So got you. It does. I got you. I'm rolling. You can come from that angle. You can come from a more empathetic angle. You can come from you can a come, more supportive angle. It's not angle. just one way. There's complete. There's so many different ways to to get to that goal. Two, two shit. Point point case. Period. I think I think that's the part I've been missing this whole time. Is there's different ways to get there, and then there's also fuck. There's also different. Um, ideas or or metrics by which people wrap that up and define it and package it as all that was the success i'm going and and fuck man this is crazy i'm having a real life completely because but but just look at leadership in general though like right so you can be a leadership by uh by conversation so when you talk uh, people can you can you can have the ability for people to listen when you do say something. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be um, and, and in that way, in a lot of the support that you can say to people, you can bring them along uh, for the journey. You can also be a leader by just shit that you do, and people pick up on it. Like sometimes, sometimes you're just so tough on somebody, and most people will break. But there, but you may be talking to certain strands that only pick up on that type of. Uh, leadership quality, I would say. Uh, so you kind of you need you need all of those though, because not everybody is the exact same way. Not everybody learns things the exact that's, same way. That's that's so that's always my beef is the 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 sort of 
hey, here's my template. Whoever don't fit in it, fuck them. That doesn't that doesn't feel like leadership to me. The the true leaders, the the Belichicks of the world, go, hey, what we what we got today? Yeah. All right, nigga, let me figure out an algorithm for whatever is in that room, and lead lead person to person, captain of your team. You knew your point guard had a different temperament than your big man. You knew the nigga you could go, yo, get your shit together, and you know the nigga you had to go put your arm around and big bro and be like, yo, because you would lose them. That that feels like. I know there's different ways and different types of leadership, but that balance and that ability to, to, to be what everybody needs, especially when it's a team of 15, that feels like true leadership to me. Bro, when you have a team of 15, it don't matter how amazing of leadership leader you are. You need other people to buy in. You don't need the entire squad to buy in. You need the best person that you have to buy in that then can probably fill in the blanks for where you're not good at communicating it. So even with Belichick, he need like you can say whatever you want. There's no fucking way Bill Belichick would be um, a great Without coach time. if he did not have time. And that's a fact. That's a fact. I but the there's no way that Phil Jackson could be who he is if he did not Kobe if, if Mike Kobe I, or Mike did not buy in. I'm I'm rolling. I'm rolling with that. But the the the, the rest of the team though, no? who gives a fuck? That's that's the, that's, bro, if, that's if, the, y'all, if y'all if y'all don't play well, my nigga, I will get niggas to replace you. I can't the, replace Mike to or, me, or Kobe. To me, that's the brilliance though, because there's so many people with ego that go, I don't have no stars. What? You do have stars, and that's star stars move the meters, move the are what are what win games for real. If you got somebody that's taking your message. And breaking it down in a way that's digestible for the crew. If the if you got the if you got the head nigga buying in, oh you good, you good. But it, but it's it's but the, the head nigga has to have the strand. Like you're not coddling the head nigga. No you, no 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 you, not you at are, all. You are literally building off of the strand of the head nigga's crazy competitiveness. Yeah, that's what you get. The rest of the team ain't gonna have that. You you can't you, you're not gonna put together is, fifteen niggas or whatever is, amount of which niggas. Is uh, fine. Go for it. Go for it. Which is fine. I don't need the rest of them, but I need to have the wherewithal to acknowledge and respect and identify the nigga that's the nigga. And it's not a people enough people are willing to do that. Like uh, Bill O'Brien and them in, in Houston this past week, because you got a riff with DeAndre Hopkins, nigga. You let him walk out the door for nothing. That shit, wow, bro. That's crazy to me. Like, I, there, there's no part of me that can make sense of that amount of ego when you're trying to when you trying to win. Like, at that point, you putting your ego before money and winning. Yeah, no, that nigga didn't understand black culture, which is nuts. Like, he felt that that nigga having his, quote-unquote, posse around is similar to what he saw in Aaron Hernandez. Bro, that's, that's crazy. That's that's sick with it. And to say that to somebody, to, to, to verbalize that. And, and I don't want to compare the two because it's not, it's not even the same. I did, we, it, 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 that led us into an interesting conversation where I'm rolling with Locke, y'all now, everybody's different ways to get to different shit. I just think, I think for me, um, and this is a conversation we used to have, and which is, which is another thing that's been disproven on my point, um, the argument we used to have about show me what you got. Mm. With Dwayne, Dwayne versus the Hovert, me and this nigga would argue to the death about that shit. And he's like, "Wayne's is just better." And be like, "No, it's not. It, Wayne wouldn't be able to do it if Jay didn't do it first. And then Jay got when Wayne was on the Drink Champs podcast was like, "Yo, ask that nigga why he make my song better." <laughs> like even Jay felt that but way. Not, but not, not, let's take that example in a vacuum. Why was it better? 
My, that's but that's where I was at, and the vacuum was I, going. I, I tell you, from the way that punchline, Jay made a song for the club. That's that's, but it, it at the at the end of the day, hindsight, it was just a it was just a brilliant fucking moment. And the one thing I regretted is is when I heard when I listened to that song by myself the first time before I even got with them because I got with them later that day. I went, nigga, this shit is amazing. <laughs> but my ego, we got together, it was like, nah, nigga. Then you know what I'm saying? So there's there's so I much to have battles about that type of shit. There's bro. so much of the ego that takes away from the moment. And I think that's where I stopped arguing about the shit that moved me was because we're losing the moment at this point. Like I like Oh, moment gone. The moment's gone and y'all trying to tell me why he could have had a better performance. I'm sorry, there's still shit on the written testimony that I'm going hold. That's a lot. It, also, also, bro, like back in the day, like albums were given to like writers, like journalists, or critics like a month before release. Plenty of time like, to to to. You know, so like, so like, while you were talking about Charles Gambino, I thought about so like, what makes Bono Brothers such a dope artist is that in an era where shit is consumed so quickly, he was able to make shit that we. It's not subjectively timeless; it's objectively timeless yeah. because he literally like when he. Push the button. Trend it again. He he has like what business would say brand loyalty. Yeah. Right. So what Jay Electronic from a business perspective, like what fans are experiencing, is like their brand loyalty wasn't like really fulfilled. No, but 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 you can you can you can kind of say that, but not really because again, to a certain point, it was fulfilled. Like the niggas that's been there, that's there's people that's like, yo, what do you what he just gonna do exhibit C at this show for an hour? Oh, I hate Jay Elect shows. It's like. Every JLX show I've been to has been fucking amazing from a completely different standpoint of like that, that time, nigga, we stayed there. This nigga brought Dave Chappelle up and they just kicked it all night. It was, it was like an experience that I'll, I'll never forget that shit. Also like, where, where's, where's JLX trying to perform? Louis, New Orleans. And I think like the question that you asked Locke about like Bono being like a standard, where did the standard come from? New York. That, that, that when rap originated in the 80s, like, you know, uh, He's yeah. He he's, he said he didn't pump any. He don't pump fear on anybody on his record on the record. It's like why that? Why is that the stand? I just want a good song. I just want a good song. I, I honestly think, bro, like Jay Electronica. I think like a lot of rap's values come from like the eighties and like where it came from, like that whole borough mentality, like like boroughs fighting over boroughs, and like where rappers evolved. Like Jay Electronica is probably the only rapper that's considered like an elite rapper that doesn't. But he said it. He said it. He said it time and time and time again and just really creative, creative fly ass ways. But I also say the niggas who are still subscribing to that shit are the niggas who are suffering the most. Atlanta niggas, like we talk about all the time, like the the beef and the tension that exists behind the scene in Atlanta is real. Man, the face them niggas put on for the public is is beautiful because you wouldn't be able to tell. That a lot of niggas don't fuck with each other for real and got tension for real, for real. Um, everybody else, that shit really segregates it and fucks up the money. Um, uh, Jeezy just did a sit down with Charlemagne and was saying how he had that conversation with with YG about the the shit with him and Mustard. Young Jeezy? Huh? Young Jeezy? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, just had that conversation with YG about the shit him and Mustard were going through. It was like, bro, y'all gonna let y'all personal shit stop stop a bag that's gonna change your family lives forever? That be the shit that I can't get past with with hip hop and these weird ass unwritten laws that we hang and shit on. It's the it's back to the Drake and Meek shit we were just talking about earlier. I have not been able to get past that Meek shit ill because you you stopped every you stopped what everyone was doing to highlight something, and then when this nigga put out the diss record of all diss records, you ain't you ain't have no comeback for it. You, coming from a dissing background. Coming from a dissing background, nigga, you ca- you came wasn't shit going in a on dis, in a dissing city. In it. In a battling city. In a battling city, yeah, yeah. You can't. You but like their disses are like stone cold shit. Like, you stopped man, like, yeah. everything you were doing to point this out to people that I that I didn't have these credentials, such and such and such. And nigga, they hear back to back, back to back is back to back, bro. Nigga, that, stove, that, that stove got so hot. That nigga saw that motherfucker was like, no fucking way. No, no, thank you. Because <laughs> it was it was the most brilliant shit in the world. I'm going to make a diss record, but I'm going to make it something that you got to hear in the club. And Meek, even Meek is like, yo, nigga, when that shit come on, nigga, you can't help but bop to it. And on top of that, Drake ain't came back to revive his career by giving him a diss. That's the, it's the whole nah shit. Yeah. Like the, the, great, the greatest yeah, revenge for that, that nigga success. what his girl's about to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, if I was big, bro, there's no fucking way we could get back. We bro. could be friends we, after We that. can't get back, bro. I don't care how much bag was in there, bro. I got to figure out where my bag going to come from. But then it, but then what did make me get past it and fuck with Meek was like how he then handled that in battle back. Like, so it's just, it's just this thing where. And low key, Meek brought out the uh, Drake's 444, 444 too. Brought out the dog and Drake? Yeah, like Drake's next album is going to be like. Some some inside information that Drake and stu- Drake and Push that he been stewing on while he been at the crib over in you know Drake Canada. Drake and Push. I mean, sorry, Meek and Push, push push the nigga buttons. That's gonna force him. That's gonna we're gonna get Drake's gonna find if 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 people are still on the fence about Take Care being a classic, which they gotta stop. Take Care is definitely a classic. There's people that still say Drake don't have a classic album. That's just goofy to me. Nah, he has one album. You got three that I can't go. Mm-mm, he don't have that many. What, what the, the three you got? I'll tell you what. Okay, I'm a, okay. How about we don't listen? Okay, first of all, the second one, take care. The third one, uh, this, so, okay, nothing, 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 nothing was the same. And then if you're not reading this, if you don't think that that's not a classic, bro, that defined what rap beat sounded like from the moment it came. Out. I'm ro- I'm rolling with I'm rolling with you on on if you're reading this. I'm not gonna call it like take care. Take care is definitively a classic, but uh, I, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna give us so far gone. Um, it's a tape, but it feels like a, it plays like an album. So far gone was it? So 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 far. Are we counting so far? So far gone. Yeah. No, no. I'm not giving you nothing. Was the same. I'm only giving you take care, bro. And I'm only giving you take care because Toxic Mike was a part of it. Toxic Mike but, and Kendrick. Yeah, and Kendrick. And Wayne. Bro, bro come on, man. Cheat codes hey, galore. I got a hot take there. Niggas want to be hot take. <laughs> Ross got the best verse on Take Care, nigga. So say something. Nah, Stacks, Mike. Stack, three stack. Ooh, 
but Kendrick verse is crazy. Nah, bro. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. I was waiting for him to say something. Hey, because Kendrick never took a bar off in the beginning, bro. Actually, to this day, but even at the very beginning, there was no opportunity that he wasn't taking advantage of. You gotta respect that. You know, you know what we just did for the for the listener. Geeked we, out. Yeah. <laughs> we we geeked out for like an like an hour and a half. I know, my bad, y'all. I didn't mean for it. I definitely didn't mean for it to go there. Uh, salute to Lock. Salute to Push. Lex. G. You got anything you want to close with that we missed? Nah, bro. Everybody be safe. Keep y'all distance. Facts. We we trying to have a summer. They showing so- titties on YouTube. See, you're signed in, so you're, you're ah, because you know, they, they wouldn't let you if you weren't signed in, you wouldn't have got to see those titties. <laughs> <laughs> Am I tripping, or did that sound crazy in the info? G, <laughs> bro, <really> <laughs> that shit sounded many on the po- on the headphones. Oh, that's why you niggas shouldn't give me no mic. Yeah, you know nah, I'm, I'm so glad that Mike uh, that Lex is Mike now. Oh, that was um, great. Thank y'all so much. L came up with a brilliant idea for our hundredth um, this week. Maybe we'll take the week and just gather, you know, have people send in videos so we can then play them um, next week on the show instead of doing it live. It'd just okay. be it'd be harder to do it live. So this week, over the next week, y'all um, call in your thoughts, your feedback, your support, any any thoughts you have to share about the show and us reaching our hundredth episode. We thank you again. Um, it's been another episode of Meet the Brave. Love, love.